some hardcore rock and roll I cannot offer you a damn shutter A temporary satisfaction for your soul Too much talking, you can't take anymore You got a one-track mission on your mind Let's do it. You came here looking for attention. I see you dancing in this hardcore rodeo. No, I don't have to ask the question. Cause you're an animal and I'm ready to go. Too much time. Philip, can I interest you in a bit? I got a one track mission on my mind. Welcome back to the uh, to Colbert's Revenge. <laughs> Colbert, because you like this for me, please. There we go. Now we're cooking. Welcome back. 191. Nine more to go. I don't know. Will we make it or not? I don't know. No one knows. We're smoking and we're drinking and we're uh, making bad life decisions. Like not getting vaccinated. <laughs> How are you guys doing the 29th of November, um, I guess? Is that whatever month it is? It doesn't really matter. We're coming up on the anniversary, the one-year anniversary of Diagon, Diagabol on January 15th. It's only been a year. Can you ima- Can you believe that? I can't. I mean, that's, that's pretty insane. It's been a year of this. Not even, not quite. We still got a little bit of time. And uh, look at all of the shit to tell. Lo- lo- feast your eyes and behold. Um, you know, how... Uh, how crazy everything is, has gotten in just a year. You know, those edibles weren't shit. But look what they've done. <laughs> so uh, thankful and grateful. What a great community. And all you guys have uh, have just been amazing. And uh, seeing everybody come together and make friends and network and everything has been a great joy to me. And um, the support and everything has been amazing. And um, I thank you very much. Thank you very much. So where will we be in five more? Gary says, nice chair. Do you like that? Do you like that, Gary? I just got this today. Um, you know, you got to have a, you got to have a decent chair. You know, you just, you got to. Uh, Bigette says, if a dag bowl happens, I want to host a party for it. It's happening. January 15th is the one year anniversary of Dagalon. Dag bowl is going to be on the 15th. Uh, Daft Beta on uh, Rumble earlier said, I want proof of life of Billy Bob the Bigot. He's back there. He's right there. Fuck you, Daft Beta, you concerned trolling bitch. He thinks he's he's upset. He thinks he thinks you're concerned trolling him. He's okay. He's over there working on his uh, working on his brick army. Mind your own business. I will mind your own business. It's fine. It's all right. Pumpkin says, "Is this how your timing? So is this how 
You timings over at sea. Don't fucking worry about my timings, all right? There's a lot of shit going on here. This is difficult. I all of my assistants are useless. They're they're not even they're they're imaginary. You know what I mean? This is it's it's my fault. I shouldn't be relying on my imagination to help me with anything, but it is what it is. Sergeant Bear says Bender the Bigot Boiler is building back better with Billy Bob the Bigot Brick for the Boog. Hashtag death to Stalin. Yeah, that's Colbert's. We named him. I think it was Samantha Ridley. I think. I think, if I recall, that's Colbert, the uh, the bigot boiler. Who uh, we th- we put Cirks in there, and we you know keep the heat going. Works great. Camus Key says the year of our new Lord Omicron. Omicron, whatever the f- whatever happened to de- the Delta variant? The Delta variant did which did not. I don't care. I just don't care anymore. I don't care. Dan, the Raging Canadians, has got the burgers on the grill and a fire with the Rage Cast tonight. Cheers, brother. Thank you. Cheers to you as well, Dan. And Pumpkin again. He's coming in hard today. I'm going to subject a well-known Antifa activist to the ancient Roman punishment of irumation. I don't know what that is, but the Romans were creative bunch, so I'm not really uh, working on it. Uh, Mark 306 says, my birthday's in the 16th. This will be awesome. It's the 15th of January is when we're doing... We're doing Diagabol because it, we it's the we had Mega Bowl last year, but this was before, so technically it's part two. But whatever, I don't even remember Mega Bowl. <laughs> it's the Mega Bowl. This is better. This is better. We're gonna have. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna invite a lot of people, you know, to come through. Hopefully, the internet uh, it should be good to go by then. It seems to be okay now. All kinds of uh, community members and people just show up and talk and hang out and and uh, and if they do do that, that would be cool. If people had like. Uh, you know, little get-togethers, little parties, or so on, and uh, you know, fire up your your Zoom on your phone, and we'll put you on the put you on the the buy the big bucks here. It'll be like a you know, coast to coast all over the country. <laughs> that would be fucking pretty cool, actually, right? And then other a lot of you guys can actually get a sense of the scale of this. There is a fucking lot of people in Dagalon, man. I mean, thousand, ten thousand, twenty. I don't know. It's a lot. Um, there's a lot. There's uh, fifty five hundred people just on the Telegram page, and. Um, we're coming up on a hundred thousand downloads just on the podcast in the last, uh, just in six months here. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, Matt Trapper says I'm stuttering. Am I, am I stuttering or is it the, the, up to, I don't know. Stop telling me. I got to stop reading the chat. It's distracting. <laughs> it's ruining, it's ruining me. Dagobol 1984 reunion on the screens. Yeah, right. That's something that could be, could be good. How is everybody doing in said fictional <laughs> fictional state of mind hey i mean everything else is made up and nonsensical we might as well live in our own uh pretend party as you know country as well uh baguette says i'm so in for hosting this shit that would be good everybody should do that hi uh, uh youtube what's going on over there why do you guys even use it uh, rogue spear says i got a setup for a live stream that would be dope everyone that everybody should do that we're gonna get a whole bunch of the you know people and stuff in here and uh, it's it's gotten it's gonna be hopefully Quick Dub will be back too. I think he's working on he's he's almost finished his living space and uh, uh, loyal Royals says need the RCR flag down there. I should I could throw it up. I just haven't. Uh, I, maybe I'll find some room, throw it up down here somewhere until the regiment tells me to take it down because they're so they're so upset. They're so worried. Don't you know you're making us look bad? Am I? Am I making you look bad or am I just <laughs> are you making you look bad? Uh, Tammy Douglas, hi. How are you? Is hockey the national game of Dagalon? It might as well be. Well, there's gunner rope, and then there's dumpster toss, and we have a lot of we have a lot of national games. Very violent. Hockey could make it in because it's one of the only sports. Is it? I think it's the only sport where you're allowed you're allowed to just beat the shit out of each other, or it used to be. I mean, they're, they're, you know, compared to basketball, right? And if you like basketball, that's good for you. That that's fine. But it's not a man's game. I mean, basketball is not really not really a men's game. You know. 
Like LeBron James is kicking people out of of the the arena because they said a mean word or something. The guys, fucking like, shut up, dude. Play your play your game. Play your game. If you have a problem with somebody in a, in a hockey rink, like you just beat each other to death. You just punch each other's faces in. <laughs> it's part of the game. And they just tell you, they just make you go sit down for a minute. You're not kicked out of the league. You're not like suspended forever. You're not charged with crimes for like knocking a guy unconscious, just grabbing him by the shirt and just feeding him the knuckle sandwich until he goes down. Remember, I was doing this the other night. I was punching myself in the. I gave myself a little bit of a black eye. I don't know if you can see it. I hit myself fairly. I mean, hard enough to do that. <laughs> Jeez, what was I doing? I was pretending to be Scott Stevens or something. And they just make you go sit down for five minutes. It's built right into the rules. That's it's the old school game. Guys get, you know, mad and competitive, and they're like, and they're like, just fight each other. Just literally fist fight each other and cool off, and then we'll go back to playing. <laughs> oh, those were the days. Yeah, they're trying to phase that out. But just like everything else, full draw scarves. Hey, oh, hey, hey, Donnie, how you doing over there? How you doing over there? How you, how you doing? How you doing, you what bastard? Where's my cannolis? Huh? I was told there was going to be cannolis down here, and you know what? I, I look around, I look up, down, left, right. I don't, I don't see any. I don't see any cannolis, Stony. Are you hearing me? This is unacceptable. Black guy bigot <laughs> says, "I will work. I will save. I will sacrifice. I will endure. I will fight cheerfully, and do my utmost." As if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. Martin A. Treptow, rank private, years served, nineteen seventeen to nineteen eighteen. That's the right attitude. If everybody had that attitude. Um, it's kind of a big problem with, with Canadians especially, right? That, um, And you saw this a lot during the election, which really annoyed the shit out of me. Um, you know, most people wanted to vote. They just vote, voted for milk, toast, vanilla, moron, Aaron O'Toole, who no one even knows. Or and, and their excuse was um, for not supporting the other guys. You know, the PPC was, well, they can't win, so... It's like, oh, so it's an uphill fight, and you'd have to do work, and you'd have to go... So you're just not even going to try. You're just going to... You're just going to give up immediately without doing anything, without any effort. Right on. That's uh, such a Canadian attitude of you. Go back to your cuck couch and just put on your sports ball and just hope that somebody else, hope some other man comes by and fixes everything for you. Isn't that the way? Isn't that the way? Big Ed, are you drunk? She's just constantly... It's all in caps. Who hits themselves hard enough to get a black eye? I do all the time. All the time. It keeps you, you know, if you're walking around the block, it makes you look. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Big Ed. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. And I read that one for, for thank you. Rumble, how are you guys? Uh, oh, it keeps saying this. I got to refresh the page. It says it's ended. It definitely didn't end, but I got to make sure that. Uh, is it still working? Oh, it says it's down on Rumble for some reason. That's that's odd. Um. Is it? It appears it is. How can this be? Let me check here. I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, give it a second to see if it comes back. Yeah, that's odd. That is odd. I don't know why Rumble uh, has done that. I'm, I'm getting uh, Rumble got the Omicron variant. It may, be, it may have. I can still see you guys chatting over there, but for some reason the feed has um, deleted itself. <laughs> I can't tell you why. Um, it maybe have dropped or something. It was the boycott talk. It may have been. It may have. It may have done that. People are complaining about skipping. I don't. I don't know. Rumble's not working. Interesting. That is odd. Uh, Black Eye Bigot says still spam. <laughs> Steph needs a raise to sales and firearmsoutletcanada.com. Let's do that. Do that. Go to tell them. Tell them Steph needs a raise. S T E F. Uh, send it to sales at firearmsoutletcanada. 
com. Tell them if they don't, it's the, they're racist. <laughs> the Blue Taco says, Rumble, why you no pay? I don't know. I, I don't understand. Now it says one watching. Is it back now? Whoa. No, it's not. I have no idea, man. That's bizarre. Was it the concern trolling? It could have been your fault, Daft Beta. I don't know. I don't know how to reboot it. Um, it says six now. Is it back or is it not? I, I can't tell. I don't like this. I don't like sitting here. Oh, it is back. All right, whatever. I'm just not going to pay attention. It must have done something. Whatever. It's, it doesn't It doesn't matter. We've got other problems. We've got other things going on, um, you know, because, you know, this is the, we're the home team. This is, that was, I, I try to title it something because there's always something th- I try to remember to think and I, I can't to say and I don't remember what it is. So I usually put it in the title. There's some kind of, just a bad note. There's so much stupid sh- they're, they're They're all, as always, right? Oh, man. And does it matter? It's just more of the same. It's always more of the same crap. It's hard in the head. I think a lot of people are struggling with their morale right now. And, you know, I, I understand. I am not, It's not easy for anybody. Um, I'm not immune to it either. And the social isolation and all of it, it's on, it's on purpose. This is a marathon of battle of wills. They're going to try and out out willpower you and just beat you down month after month year over year we're on year two now guys this is two years now (sighs) beginning beginning year three is this two complete years now we've we've gone i can't i believe that i mean i can but it's surreal every day i wake up and i'm still like this is still going on and it just gets dumber and dumber as it goes on it, it doesn't make more and more sense. It makes less and less sense. And now you're diagnosing people with climate change. And that's why there's so many abor- uh, not abortions, uh, miscarriages and, and stillbirths because <laughs> climate change or something. Makes sense. And scientists are baffled as to why Africa is only 6% vaccinated but has no, has no, you know, not everybody's dead. And Florida has been doing whatever it wants here for forever, you know, and they just made it... <laughs> Texas and all the other, everything else in between. And people in Canada, the the bubble is shrinking. They've become so, the blinders that they're on have become so intense that they're incapable of thinking now, at least a lot of them. But there's a lot of people in the middle that um, they're figuring it out because they they got screwed and they just wanted to be left alone. They took the Jordan Peterson approach. Just leave me the damn bloody hell alone. Just leave me the hell alone. And that's what they thought was going to happen, and it didn't happen. And now they've got two shots, three shots. Well, maybe you need a fourth and a fifth one. Maybe you need 17 booster shots. You might need a million shots here to because you'll never be fully vaccinated until you're dead, really. <laughs> and they're like, okay, enough. Enough of this. Um, and they're figuring out probably probably too late for some people, unfortunately. Um, you know, but that's um, they just wanted to be left alone, and it's not going to happen. And hopefully, they start to figure out there there is there's two sides here, and we're on one, and somebody else is on another side, and they're caught in the middle of it, and they've been lied to, and coerced, and manipulated, and intimidated, and um, treated like. You know, it's hard for people, most normal people to imagine that, that, that something like this could happen to that. They'd be victimized at this, like this scale, the scale of it. 
You know, you could talk about the Tuskegee experiments or something, right? Or you could talk about uh, and, and all kinds of stuff like this. And but that's going to happen to somebody. The, the people abducted for like the MK Ultra program out of Montreal and Quebec and stuff back in the what was it the sixties and seventies? They sued and won because they were literally abducted and brainwashed. And it's like ah, that wouldn't. But that won't happen to me. Safe and effective, rare, very rare. Side effects are rare. And now they're you know just treating everybody like. Um, like they don't matter, and they're just uh, hey. Well, you know, at least Moderna's stock has gone up. Was it four thousand percent? Something like that. That's basically the only chart you need to you need to really understand. And that's uh, that tells a lot of the story right there, doesn't it? Where is it here? Look at this. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, only sixteen hundred percent. It was uh, stock price was what fifteen dollars. 2019. Now it's you know well over. It was up well over 400 dollars. It's coming back up now. <laughs> but this is big pharma. Big pharma cares about you. It's all about being safe and effective and keeping people alive and saving lives. And because they've always been about that, haven't they? They're saints and angels and the best people that have ever lived. I mean, we're talking about Bill Gates here. <laughs> talking about Anthony Fauci here. And all these politicians that have invested so much of their own personal capital into getting kickbacks. Or they, like, make no mistake, these people are getting very, very wealthy on, on this stuff. Find any elected official, anybody in any real any position of actual power, and just poke around a little bit. You're going to find these rat bastards all around them. Not one or two, but a lot of them. Lobbyists and, and people that have do, you know multiple hats they wear. One of them is, oh, I work on Doug Ford's campaign. The other one is, ah, I'm on the board of directors for a fucking pharmaceutical company or a lobbying group or something else. I also work for AstraZeneca or Pfizer or whatever. And that's supposed to just be like, oh, well, I, no, that's fine. That's fine. That's not any kind of conflict. It's not, nothing to see here. <laughs> it's It's so blatant. It's like... Do you know what? It, it reminds me of like a bank robbery. And they went in to do the bank robbery. And they had a whole big plan of how it was going to go. And, you know, the bank robbery being they're robbing all of us of our souls over the last 30 years. You know, the machine, the system, the global homo. And somebody... For whatever reason, over the past couple of years, you can tell they dialed it up to 11 and, and broke off, broke, broke, the, broke the knob off. Somebody hit the alarm, and now the alarm's going off. People are screaming, and like, oh, this was supposed to, and they're like, just shut up, just get the fucking money, get the money in the bag, let's go. Everybody's making a mess, like nobody's, oh, they were supposed to disable the cameras. Fuck the cameras, it doesn't matter. We got to get the money and get the fuck out of here. You know, getaway driver's panicking. He's like, come on, come on, come on, we got to go, we got to go. Everything's kind of falling apart here at the end. It's just a pain. It's chaos. It feels like chaos because it is. And I've, I've witnessed similar things before in the military where you've got a large organization, a big apparatus trying to do a large scale kind of thing. And you can tell even when you don't know, you're just a, like, say you're a sergeant or something, right? You've got a general idea of what's supposed to be going on, but you're not in the, you're not in the command center. You're not in the talk or you're not, you're just. But you can tell when everything is running the well and when things are fucked. <laughs> like, this is a shit show. That's one of the, the Army's best uh, favorite things to say. This is a gong show. This is a shit show. This, everyone's just running around with their heads cut off. Nobody knows what's going on because it's chaos because the people at the top are panicking. They're just taking everything they can and trying to make a run for the exit before it's too late. That's, that's how it feels. 
to me a lot of the time. Redneck Asian? Wow. Says, I like to add to your growing list of professionals. If you commandeered a chopper, my wife will look after it for you. She's an aviation mechanic specialized on Blackhawk and Huey. I'd love to get... We do need a helicopter. I prefer... The Blackhawks, obviously, but a Huey has a certain romantic, old-timey effect. It really doesn't matter. As long as it goes up in the air and we can get it up there for a couple hours and we can... And we can get... Uh, you know, we can throw people out of it. That's another thing. That's another game, another national pastime we have in, in Dagalon. We don't have any volcanoes. We're thinking about maybe... I don't know. If we have one, we've got trebuchets. But we're going to... You know, that's a sport. You're going to aim for the volcano and throw them out. You get extra points if they, if they make it or not. But <laughs> if you get them in there. So we have a we have a we have a chopper mechanic. So there we go, the Pinochet chopper. <laughs> Cadillac Slim says, "Top of the evening. Hope you are doing well. It's always a good day when I can catch your stream. Can't wait to cozy up to the gospel." Oh God, don't say that. Uh, Polly just made a new statement today, essentially targeting the rest of the semis. Get your clickety clacks because there is no going back. No, there's don't get whatever you can now as far as firearms go. If you're if, if that's you're you're able, you're capable. You think you need one, you, you get it now because they're you know beggars can't be choosers, and they're taking everything. They're taking it all. The only reason we're not like Australia right now is because that's that's why. Because there's going to be some blowback. Uh, they're not they're not to, totally stupid. They're pretty stupid, but um, they are very well aware that there's a lot of armed people in this country. I think the RTMP themselves even said, "Um, this is not doable." We would be massacred if we tried to confiscate. Like, it can't be done. You, They're relying on the fear and intimidation. And um, I'm uh, equally parts looking forward to and not looking forward to seeing how many people are going to cock out and just do what they're told and turn everything in and, and do what Tracy Wilson and Rob Giltak and all these these cuck losers and, and then the NFA and the CCFR tell them, to do, well, we get, these are the laws and these are the rules. They don't follow the law. They don't follow the rules. They wipe their ass with the Canadian Charter of Rights and, and Freedoms and the Constitution and everything else, but you have to follow the law. You have to pay all the taxes and do everything you're told, and <laughs> but they don't because the rules don't apply to you. You're, you're to them. You're a peasant. And they're the they're the they're the state they're the kings and queens the royalty, the knights and lords and ladies of the land. And they're going to do it uh, because they don't even understand. They're not even willing to talk openly about why private firearm ownership is important. What's what's the real reason? Mm, read read up on the history of disarmed uh, populations. Most notable recent example is Australia. And then, of course, you've got, uh, you know, Venezuela has had a recent, had quite a time recently. And that's uh, one of the reasons America's been able to remain a free country for a long time. Well, they're working on it, though, aren't they? They don't even have the guts to talk about these things. You really think they're going to, like, at the last minute, just grow a massive spine and say, you know, uh, Molon Labe? <laughs> I don't think so. They're going to say, just follow the rules, and we're going to sue. We're going to sue them in court, and we're going to get another petition. It was the biggest petition in Canadian history. It didn't matter. They don't care. We're going to get another petition and sue them again, and then we'll get everything back later. Just like in High River, right? You're not getting anything back. Anything you turn in is never coming back. Write that down. Uh, Victor Morrell says, went to Tim's for coffee and was told to put on a mask. Flash them my fuck you make me knuckles. And told them, this says I don't have to. Got my coffee and left. Dope. <laughs> Hellbilly Deluxe says, this stream's a little potato-ish tonight, but here's some shekels for the next trip to the computer supply shop. <laughs> Love and respect, brother. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Is it? It, it seems only be some people. Um, that might be the uh, key. For, I don't think I can adjust the... 
uh, bit rate in the middle. No, I can't unless I turn it off and bring it back down. Don't want to, though. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. Why does it sound like a remix? What's going on? What are you guys complaining about now? <laughs> I can't tell. I'm only gonna I'm gonna rely on on uh, only only trusted people. Uh, Chris W T Burks has shared a video on the PEI Telegram today of a 17 year old in Manitoba got the jab paralyzed two days later. These people are so stupid. Yeah. Well, you know it's and even it's like. Like, oh, it's only like this many people. Like the box of Timbits analogy. If I had 100 Timbits and was like, hey, you want some Timbits? Two of them are arsenic and you'll die immediately. I don't know which ones. It could be any of them. Are you going to eat any of them? No, you're not. Keep skipping like a CD in my Walkman. What is going on over there? Well, I'll just I'll just shut it all down then. How's that? <laughs> How's that? You want to complain about that? How about I do that? Um, full draw says, so many asking if the Vax can only be... Tr- can Vax can only be traveling so how's the new variant spreading so many people are stupid to believe this crap well, yeah i'm not allowed to fly anywhere nobody is nobody's allowed to fly you're not allowed to travel but uh, somehow somehow it's made it here it's all come in now <laughs> the super duper i i just turn it off just stop paying attention to it just be like the mennonites it's just it's not real it, it, it's nonsense it's fucking complete nonsense and what are the symptoms? What? Are, well, it's um, it's got heart damage and heart attacks and blood clots and all these kinds of things are the symptoms. Oh, really? That's convenient. Been seeing a lot of that lately. But that's oh, that must be. And what's after this variant? Another variant? Are we seriously going to do this again? Are they seriously doing it again? Yes. However, like I said, less and less people are uh, buying it at this time, and they're getting more and more upset and more and more angry about it. And you know. It's like, you know, scaring somebody in a fun house or something, right? It might work the first time. The second time, it's not half as good. And the third time, you already know where all the jump scares are and everything is. We've seen this before. Oh, you'd better do the lockdowns. You'd better do everything or else everybody's going to die. Well, it hasn't happened yet. It's been two years. So, you know, uh, I'm still fine. Never been, you know, everybody I know, fine. Of all the people I know that have decided to take some experimental Bill Gates uh, juice, some of them are not fine. <sighs> and don't talk about natural immune systems because those aren't really... That make, those make them very upset. CRJ says provincial premiers and staff wear so many hats, different one each day. Yeah, they're salesmen is what they are mostly, and they're here to get rich. Black guy bigot. I love that name. <laughs> says, where then is the road to peace? It's a simple answer, after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. Winston Churchill said, the destiny of man is not measured by material compensations. Ronald Reagan. Cadillac Slim says, I can fly 205, 212, essentially, Suvi Huey. So we've got pilots. We've got we've got everything. And then Black Guy Bigot again. Thank you very much, sir. That's very, very generous of you. You guys are nice over there. I like you guys. <laughs> Uh, it says, when great forces are on the move in the world, we learn there are spirits, not animals. We said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which whether we like it or not, spells duty. We'll preserve for our children this, the last death spoke of man on earth, or well, sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was a beauty. Pilot Mike says, I got on a flight from Vancouver to Prince George today. Didn't have to show anyone shit. Just said I was exempt as air crew. No tests, no shots, no fucks given. Yeah, I mean, they're being pretty lax about it. But that's, I mean, that's a risk you're, you're running. And again, I'm seeing people 
places that I've been going to for the last couple of years, a year or two ago, they were like, put on the mask. You gotta be now they're like those same, those exact same people have their mask down under their chin or they're just like, whatever. They don't care anymore. It's wearing off. It's it's not worth. So what, what are they going to do? They're going to have to scare everybody again with some other thing. It's the Omicron variant. That doesn't seem to be working either. Seems to just be pissing people off a little bit, doesn't it? So what happens when everybody just gets fed up? And they're going to try another lockdown, probably. They're going to keep, I don't know. And and thank goodness for all of you guys. Because without you saying, no, I'm not doing it. FYMM. They've had to spend so much time and money and resources and all the propaganda campaigns targeted at children. And if you haven't noticed, you know, my father talked about this, very, very true. First, it was each stage of this. You notice they don't talk about the long-term care homes anymore. Remember when this first started? The old people. The, the old people. You got, we have to save grandma. The long-term care homes, you see. And they all had to get vaccinated. And then, oh, they're, this new, now it's targeting the, the 50-year-olds. The 40 to 50-year-olds are really getting hit hard. And, oh, we got to vaccinate them. People in their 30s and 20s and 30s are dying all over the place. from the, And we got to get all them now. And now this new this new wave is the, it's coming after now this one only gets kids for some reason like come on man <laughs> it's like playing poker and watch somebody bluff really horribly and you're like come on are you, are you you're insulting my intelligence at this point you know and um, that's what I mean when I say the home team it's 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 all of us um, trying to hold this back for as long as possible and every day and in, in week and month and year that you resist and say no and find ways around it and find ways to keep keep staying alive and, and keep uh you know stay out of their out of their machine out of their system they have to keep expending resources we don't have to do anything all we have to do is just continue just keep just not doing it just continue to not participate and resist and they have to spend vast amounts of time and energy and resources and, and energy and material and they're they're uh, they're part, starting to pull their hair out about it. And uh, imagine if everybody had just caved, it would be over. We'd be like uh, someplace like Gibraltar, where, you know, and some other countries that have nearly 100% or 100% vaccination rates. And guess what? They're getting lockdowns and having to wear masks and the whole thing. And, um, you know, whoops. You guys are giving them fits. I'm proud of you. Um, Hellbilly Lux is starting to look a lot like lockdowns. Right before Turkey. Yeah, before Christmas, I think. We'll see. And um, there's more news as well than in Nova Scotia. You don't need, there's no rule, there's no age of consent in Nova Scotia. Apparently, we're going to just vaccinate the kids, whatever. You know, there's nothing you can say and do about it, and they belong to the state and all that, blah, 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 blah. Well, no, every, every sane person is going to pull their kids out of school, and they're going to be homeschooled and whatever. And if you try and, you know, come after that, and, and well, then you're getting real close. They're coming real close to, like, there's nowhere left to go. And the the road the the line to cross then is you're going to have to use physical force to compel these people to do what you want to do. And they're voting on that. And so they're voting, I think, uh, soon in Germany whether to make it mandatory for everyone. Um, I think Aus- uh, Austria has already done so. Um, I wouldn't. It sounds like Australia is going to come to that point as well. I feel bad for those people, but I mean, you can't be everyone. All I can do is, you know protect myself and my you know the people immediately around me my friends my family my, my children and so on um, but I'll, I'll tell you this when it, when it comes to that if you think that's how it's gonna go 
Well, we're just going to make you, and that's that. They're so arrogant. The arrogance of them. I've talked to, to cops and people in the government, and they're like, what is what is their attitude? Like, do they have a secret, um, a horseshoe up their sleeve or, or something that they're just going to, that we're not aware of because, and they all say the same thing. They're just extremely arrogant. They're incredibly arrogant, and they literally do believe that once they put, someone's going to write down on a piece of paper, that's the rule. You're all going to have to do it because that's the law, and that's the end of that. That's what they believe. <laughs> it's funny because I laugh at that because I'm from a cast of society of a, of a large group of men, actually, that um, not all military either, that understand that that isn't where it goes. That's not the end. That's everything else has been removed from the table. You tried the lawsuits. You tried the protesting. You tried the, 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 the petitions and the messaging campaigns and calling the politicians and all that, all that off the table, off the table, off the table, off the table, off the table. Well, there's one thing left on the table, and they're trying to confiscate it in in, uh, in May, April, May. It, it's still on the table. That's that's what it means. It means last resort. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It means last resort, and it is the last resort. But if you really want to push people to to that end, and you believe it won't happen, can't happen, you're you're fucking wrong. I got I got news for you, and I'm guarantee you're not getting my kids. I'll do whatever it takes. Including clickly clack clack. get it. <laughs> Pompuhaka says the game is moving into sudden death overtime now. When Satan fell, he didn't lose his intelligence, and his golem are now 90% of the population. Stay strong, it's always darkest before the dawn. Chris W.T. Burke says, Omicron bullshit is in Australia. You aren't allowed to fly in or out of Australia. And yet somehow they're all infected. So bullshit again. They're all liars. It's all lies. Cam is key. The small hats can't make money off your immune system. No, they can't. <laughs> Jamer Funk says they won't have to do the Alex Jones voice after that to go, hey, this is my riff. That's how I talk all the time. It's my new voice. I work hard on this. It's been a while. It's been a while since I had the cigars. Generally because of my location. You know, I don't want to stink up the place, you know, but uh, I mean, look where we're at now. We're in, we're in, we're in Freddy Krueger's hideout. In here, I got a nice new chair. Everything's, everything's coming up Millhouse. Yeah, it's a funny story. I was actually, I smoked one of these with Full Draw uh, recently. Sean McCarney sent me these, and they're outstanding. 
Um, and I was uh, a little drunk, and I smoked the entire thing quickly within like twenty minutes, down to about a, the snub. And I was like, "Oh, that was." And then I was like, "I don't, I don't feel good. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go puke." <laughs> don't just don't just haul back an entire Cuban cigar if you're uh, not a smoker, and I don't uh, smoke that often. Camus Key, I got you that one. Berta Boy says, tweet from the the Prime Minister of South Africa. Lies, lies. We are fine here in South Africa. No variant, nothing. Unemployment rate is at 40%. 40%? That's insane. Petrol price is at $2 a liter. Poverty and unemployment are the major pandemics here, not this COVID thing. End quote. It's BS. Uh, Madam Mayhem says, sometimes your choice of music plus charisma makes me feel like jumping around like a Rick, Ricky Bobby fangirl. <laughs> I love the serendipity of it or whatever. I was thinking on the way I was, I was, and, and this is what I, something I wanted to say tonight at whatever point, And there, there it is. And thank you very much. Uh, that, you know, listen, everybody's morale is shitty and, and I understand that. Um, take some time deliberately for yourself in the next week, once a week, give yourself a day or an afternoon or an evening, whatever it is. Um, to just not give a fuck and do something stupid and silly. Have a silly time. Have a silly bear time. And one of those one of those great things is something reminded me of that movie, Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby. It's one of the funniest stupid movies ever because it's just silly. There's no political nonsense. There's no woke bullshit. There's no subversive weapon. It's just silly nonsense for the sake of it. It's just Will Ferrell and John C. Riley and whoever the guy, who's the guy that wrote that? Uh, yeah, that big black dude from fucking uh, the Green Mile in there. <laughs> oh no, no, he has to know. He's got. He's always crying. Ricky Bobby, you are not paralyzed. I am too paralyzed. No, no, not you. Know, <laughs> you want to make me? You want to see me stick this knife in my leg? You want to see what my life is? <laughs> fucking. He actually did it. It's Michael Clark Duncan. That was his name, right? Yeah, he died a little while ago, didn't he? Or a few years ago. Um, just it's good for you. You need that. Uh, you know, the whole point of it is just laugh, have fun. It's silly. It's not. You know, you can't be serious all the time. I guess you'll burn out. And it makes you feel better. And that was the whole point of it. Laugh, have a good time, be silly, feel better, and then go back to the nightmare tomorrow. But you have to take those breaks, or you're gonna go nuts. You know. Heart attack killed Michael Clark Duncan. Well, he was a, he was a fucking big boy, right? So it doesn't. Well, health he was, but um, you know, do it, do yourself that favor, and uh, you'll feel better. <laughs> Soldiers are serious, says Bill Barr. Are they? I never was. <laughs> I literally laughed while people were shooting at me. <laughs> the stress was. I don't know. You know, you can you can make jokes anywhere. Um, you can't be like that all the time. You can't be super deathly serious like that. You're going to fucking, you're going to snap. Um, Idiocracy was a documentary. Says anonymous person on YouTube. It, well, it wasn't supposed to be. Oh, a couple of rumble chats here. It says, uh, Todd Salerno, how you doing, brother? He says, every day it's getting closer. Everyone I know who did the first jab won't get the booster. Then they will bring out the smallpox. Who knows what they're going to do? Um, it doesn't matter, though. All, all we can do is... Um, Prepare for inevitabilities and eventualities and, and just stick to, uh, you know, ourselves and what we know to be right and wrong. And soon, though, very soon, it, we will, it's going to be required 
that in order for if we just play defense forever, we're gonna lose. So that uh, that implies offense at some point in time. What does that look like? What do I mean by that? Well, <laughs> these are conversations uh, that you know are eventually gonna have to happen. But um, sitting around waiting and just waiting to react to what they're gonna do. Um, you know, in, in war, you'd call that, you know, the enemy has the initiative, right? You're just letting them dictate the pace of the battle, where they take place, how long they, t- you know, where, when. You let them do everything, and you're just reacting to everything that they're doing. If that if you find yourself in that position where you're reacting to everything the enemy's doing, you're losing. You're losing. Um, you, need to, you need to turn that around. You need to find some way to regain the initiative from them and make them react to you. Make them react to the things that you're doing. Then you're fighting. See, right now, this isn't fighting. This is survival. And you've got people out there, and uh, no offense, I'm just asking you to, like, check your ego a little bit. Some of these people are really, really proud of themselves for, for going out, walking around with their signs and, and everything. That's a necessary step in the, in the progression, but, you know, guys, we're past that now. And they're like, we're out here. We're fighting every day. That's not, that's not fighting. That's not fighting. That's, that's sign holding and walking around and, and doing this kind of thing. Um, fighting is, is fighting. Okay. <laughs> like that, that, that's the equivalent of like words are violence. No words are not violence. Violence is violence. Um, you know, Bobby Juan Kenobi says, hello there. My kids have been mask exempt this whole time. Now our school board has changed their policies and they want personal private medical information. My kids are a threat to their narrative. Homeschool, man. Um, that's another thing that's going to have to start happening. I don't know how to, that, that's not my bag, right? And th- that's a great and a beautiful, a lovely thing about, I wish I'd come up with a better name than Dagalon, you know, but I was high and I'm going to be high again soon. I already took some, took some fucking, uh, you know, <laughs> some, some THC oil here. I enjoy it. It makes me happy. But uh, there's people, there's so many people in this community that are, that have all kinds of certain skill sets and abilities and, and things that they can do that you don't even know. How valuable you are. Whatever you, you, there's something that you can do that a lot of other people can't do. I, if, if it's just fucking sewing, and I'm really good at sewing clothes together, well, guess what? That may be very, very important soon. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's going to be people that are are going to be from all over the place that are going to be needed from all walks of life and all all kinds of things. Um, to keep this going, and uh, the schools is probably a lot of a, a, a lot of family members. Uh, people anyway concern a lot of i'm hearing that from a lot of uh, uh moms and, and dads too and other people they don't know what they're gonna do with their kids this kind of thing especially in these in, in these groups and stuff right um somebody's gonna have to start thinking about this seriously like because they're already doing it in ontario i've heard from a few people that they're pulling their kids out of school because they're just putting these clinics in the schools and you're not with your kids all day what are they telling them what are they showing them what are they brainwashing them with what are they trying to do and are they going to tell them no your mommy and daddy told you you like this i had that happen to me when i was in a daycare when i was a little kid for like no the amount of days i spent in a daycare was like five ever one of the days they uh force fed me uh eggs scrambled eggs and i was like three or four it's one of my first memories isn't this nice and uh, I was like, I don't like, I don't like that. I don't want that. And they said, no, no, your mom said you, you love these and you will eat them. And they force fed them to me until I puked. And then they kept doing it, kept doing it. I'd just throw up and they'd just get, they would hold my mouth open. So needless to say, to this day, I like the smell of it. When I'm hungry, I want to eat it and I, I can't eat eggs. 
I will try to do it, and I gag every time since the since then. Obviously, and at the time, I was like, well, that was a mean old lady, you know. Uh, now being an adult man, I'm like, that was, that was child abuse. That was pretty, if I saw someone doing that to my kid, I would beat them, uh, into retardation. Um, but you know, it's just what happened. So you don't know, you know, you drop your kids off and you trust these people. Do you know them? Do you know, uh, in this world where, you know, everything is a, you know, there's lies everywhere. You don't know who the, what, what kind of people these, you know, these people are, unless you know them really well, personally, uh, can you really trust them with your kids and. Uh, it's it's stressful. That's a huge stressor on a lot of people, moms, dads, and stuff. What are we going to do with our kids? And Because you know they're going to do it. They're going to either uh, stick them in the schools or, or mandate it that they have to do it to go to school and this kind of thing. And they're like, well, now it's another way to pressure you into complying because they're not good people. Right? This is not the kind of country. I mean, I want to, I want to, somebody remind me, I want to play this Aaron Lewis song again because it's just, it, it it makes me emotional every time I hear it because it's it's true. It's from that guy's heart, and every bit of me identifies with this. And it's it's so it's almost a religious experience, you know. When you really so it's kind of a gift in in one way and the other that we lived in in a time where nobody really appreciated a lot of this stuff for a long time. But because of the attacks on our on our our way of life, our culture, our civilization, and everything else, it's it's brought out. Um, the best in a lot of us and a lot of people. And now I can, I can see stuff like the, th- like that song that Aaron Lewis has done and then the crusade that he's on against all the political correctness, woke nonsense, but you know, whatever. And if you did this 15 years ago, it was like, ah, that guy's just overly political. It's easy to ignore until it comes for you. And now that it's come for all of us, those people have become so valuable. And so, um, you know, God, God bless them, um, uh, for, for existing and doing what they're doing. Um, it makes you really appreciate real stuff. And I've stopped giving a shit about um, silly things. I used to real the things I used to really care about don't matter anymore. And they never should have. Uh, you know? Now the things I really care about are, are completely, you know, different. I care about the, the well-being of my, my friends and family, the, the outlook for the future, the how, what kind of world my kids are going into, um, how we're gonna support them and take care of them, and and you know versus um, who the fuck the Leafs are playing in the playoffs. Like, I don't care about that anymore. I'll watch it. It'll entertain me. But that's all it was ever meant to do is just to be an entertaining distraction, the kind of thing. But it consumed our lives and we became lazy and blind and and just soft and, you know. So it's given me another life, essentially. I'm a completely different person than I was back then. Even two, three, five years ago, definitely 10 years ago by far. And I much prefer this version of me than the old one. Most of the time. <laughs> Sometimes, you know. You know? So there's that. If you want to look for a positive. Um, yeah, a big, uh, big at John Public says bread and circuses. Right. It's, it, you know, let it entertain you and have fun. But if it becomes your reason for, for getting up in the morning and doing things, you're, you're, you fucked up, man. And what did the Greeks used to say? I can't remember which one. You can ignore politics, but politics won't ignore you. And ignoring politics, ignoring what's going on, it, it's a man, it's an adult's responsibility to take an interest in his community, in what's happening around you. Otherwise, you're just a drone. You're just a passenger. You're, you're like a child. You're just there, like playing with your toys, essentially, right? 
grown men, 30, 30, 40, 50 years old, playing, you know, video games all day, can't be bothered with anything. Oh, you know. You're basically a child. You're not interested in what's happening. You're not interested in, in the things that are happening around you. Ignoring this and not caring about it is consenting to being ruled over by your inferiors, being ruled over by people that are beneath you. Are you you're okay with that? I'm not okay with that. Not at all. Camus Key says, it looks like redacted. Yeah, it, th- some redacted things are going to be, be coming up here too. And you know what? Some of the, ironically enough, um, and this is part of the reason why I'm kind of, and I'm going to show you something here in a second that's going to white pill you a little bit, or maybe a lot. I don't know. A lot of the people, just as much the percentage of people in, in any walk of life, any community, any any whatever, there's just as many of them in, in law enforcement and in government and in, in, in the military, places like that. You know, people they need to impose a totalitarian state are not on their side. And in fact, some of the people I've been, I've, I hear from and I just can't, you know, the ones I don't know super well, I just kind of go, oh, yeah, well, you know, that's, that's an interesting take on it. They fed post fucking big time. These guys are ready to go down. <laughs> They're going to downtown fucktown. I'm talking cops that walked away from their jobs and are now building arsenals and are like, you fucking come, come get some. All right. Because like the Aaron Lewis song and like everything else, there's, we're not the same. The people on our side, the people on theirs, we, 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 we appreciated something. We grew up with something and, and, and we were part of something, this, cu- this culture, this country, this, this, our people that we're not a people that does this. We don't coerce people, intimidate them, threaten them, uh, punish them for not, you know, doing arbitrary things that the state wants. That's that that is China type shit. North Korea. That's not that's not Canada. That's not the United States. It's not Great Britain. That's not Australia. That's not New Zealand. It's not even South Africa. That's not no man. That's not who we are. It never was, and it's not going to be. I don't care what you think you're gonna do. Turn the dial up to 25. Do whatever you want. You're trying to erase something that can't be erased. Do you understand? You're talking about stamping out and and crushing the human spirit, which which can't be done, has never been done, and I believe it cannot be done. As long as there's one of us left that feels this way, you can you can get a hold of somebody else and show them the light, as it were. And now there's two, and then there's four, and then there's twelve, and then there's thirty, and now you've got an insurgency on your hands. It's that easy. I mean, life's funny like that. There's metaphors, micro, macro, everywhere, all the time. Um, out in uh, out at a friend's place in Sask, we we had a bond a fire one night uh, in the summertime, and next day it was out. It was just ashes. Scooped it up, put it. You know, obviously we know you're supposed to dump water on it, but yeah, took it out to the you know, dumped all the ashes out into the field. Yeah, you know. And then we're sitting around inside and we're like, look at all the smoke. There's a huge fire. There was just a tiny. What the hell is that? Something's powering up down here. <laughs> just a tiny remnant of that once huge fire that kept, you know, a dozen of us very warm and toasty. A tiny little speck of it remained. And that's all it took. Next thing you know, there's a goddamn. Goddamn, you know, it almost, it would have, if we had, if we didn't notice it for another 30 minutes, 
it could have taken the property down. We would have been fucked. It, it literally was like on a nail's edge. There was uh, a razor's edge. There was like four of us there um, with hoses. And, you know, I was running back and forth to the house with these water jugs. And, you know, one of the guy's girlfriends was filling them up. And I'm running back. You know, and we're just dumping them for for a couple hours, man, to get this under control. It was it was close. It was sketchy. Right. That all started from nothing. Yeah, the bush fire, the brush fires of freedom, says Liquid Zoo. Right? There's a Sam Adams uh, quote about that. And it's true. And when you think about it, the efforts that they go through to, to get the programs and the, and the way they want us to live and everything requires so much money and so much effort and so much deplatforming and so much, so much, so much, so much, so much, so much, so much. Because it's not natural. It's not the way we're supposed to live. But you do this. It doesn't take much of anything because it is natural for, for, for men and women to want to live free and unmolested and be left alone and be, be free to pursue what makes them happy and live their lives the way they want without an overarching tyrannical state encompassing telling them what to do, whose bathrooms they can use. The New Zealand prime minister tells you it's okay to use the bathroom in your friend's house now. Oh, really? Really? I can shit where I want now? Thank you very much, horse lady. Thank you for permission to do that. You don't own me. You don't own my body. You don't tell me where. Get the hell out of here. Sam Adams says, it does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority, that's you guys, keen on setting the brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. Sam Adams. And that's why it's imperative that you don't give up and you don't uh, give in. And hey, if you're somebody that's that's done that, you've like, well, I took the vaccines and I, you know, I don't know. You've Listen, I'm sorry that that happened to you. I'm sorry that you trusted this i i was lucky i guess in a way that i got fucking hit upside the head literally and kind of snapped out of it long before any of this shit took place so i saw it coming a mile away but if that didn't happen to me who knows maybe i would be double jabbed right now going "Mm, is everything not the way i thought it was Here's the difference between that side and ours. They will never, they, these cultists, these maniacs will never accept you. You'll never, and if you're only, oh, I've, True North and Andrew Lawton and these guys are talking about this, uh, and I, I appreciate what they're doing as well, said that if you've got three shots now, and but still say, it's like, well, I've got three, but I still think it should be up to people to choose whether they want to or not. They will call you an anti-vaxxer, anti-science, anti, how dare you, you and they'll destroy your life. Sit for that. They're they're a cult and they're insane. Over you can have two, you can have three, four shots. And if you're like, uh, you know what? Maybe I'm thinking about changing my mind. Hopefully nothing happens to you. But until then, or if it does or it doesn't, you're you're always welcome over here. We'll take care of you as best we can and and you know. Because like it or not, you're, people are slowly starting to figure out that, hey, you know, the conspiracy theory people are right. It's going to be forever. It's going to be needles forever. Endless profits, endless variants, endless lockdowns for years and years and years, forever and ever and ever. Amen. That's what they want. And that's how we can beat them because we're human beings and we're the good guys and they're not. They're soulless goblins. And they'll never accept you unless you submit to total compliance. If there's even a shred of you that doesn't like this and tries to say, nah, you know what, I'm not, they're coming after you just as, now you're a neo-Nazi. Now you're, a, you're all of the things, you're all of the isms, you're now a bigot. So rather than, rather than shrink away from that and hide, ah, I don't, don't call me names, I don't care, call me all the names. I like it, I enjoy it. I'm the bigot king, you know, I don't care, it doesn't mean anything. Lean into it instead, like judo, you know? Take that momentum and, and, you know, use it against them. 
because that's really all they have. They have fear and intimidation and social ostracization and, and, and making people feel like they've got nowhere else to go. If you don't comply, you're going to be kicked out of society and everybody, you don't want to be out there with those. I got, I got news for you guys. There's millions of us. Five, six million people in this country are refusing. We're not doing it. And millions more are deciding they've had enough. A lot of guys in the military, too, I'm hearing about. And you know what, guys? I'm, I hear from you. I hear from you all the time. There's hundreds of guys quarantined. Maybe they're out now, but they were for a while. In the shacks in Petawawa. How do you feel, boys? Did what you're told. Took the experimental drugs. Yeah, whatever. Do it. And now now you're quarantined. Get in the fucking shacks. You get in there and you don't. You stay in there for weeks or something. Quarantine. Wear your mask and do all that. I did it. This doesn't make sense. What you're doing needs to make sense. I'm not a robot. I'm not a zombie. A soldier, yes. But we're not autonomous zombies. We're not unthinking, uh, uncritical uh, morons and idiots. That's a, a, an army of robots. That's useless. That's garbage. That's not what warriors do. Warriors are able to think and think on their feet and act quickly and recognize nonsense and lies and deceptions and uh, you know act accordingly. So I don't know who they think they're going to use to, you know, impose this shit on the public, but there's a lot of people, in the, especially in the Canadian forces, that are not happy about it. Same in the, in the U.S. military. Oh, it's going to be a rough decade, but uh, I can tell you we're not, um, we're, we're far from done. And um, maybe, you know, a lot of these people are starting to figure some stuff out here. And here's, here's some evidence, if you don't believe me. Um, I was not shocked to see this, but... But happy about it. Where's the where's the clip? A- Play the clip, Philip. Hang on, I gotta. Uh, my hotkeys interfere. Uh, there we go. Check this out. You ready? A, uh, a physicist I'm working with at, at GW in George Washington University is actually an Oxford um, uh, physicist. These are he has had worked primarily on different kinds of uh, social networks, but. I was fascinated by his methods, and I said, listen, you should look at the vaccine space. So each of these blobs, as he calls them, um, are, are communities, like a Facebook page, which are, or Arnica, the, this group of mothers. So the green dots are undecided, neutral communities, people interested in vaccines but asking questions. Um, the red are the uh, clearly questioning anti-communities. That's us. And the blue are the positive. Already you can see the blue is a tighter group and the red more, more out there. Now, if you look at the numbers, what he was looking at was over a, a period of time, literally a couple months, what is the recruiting pace mm-hmm. of the blue because positive versus the red in them converting the undecided to their camp or the other. The, it was a 500% faster recruitment by the negative um, than the positive uh, vaccine community. That's, uh, that's fast. And these are not, this is not hyper. A- I'm going to put this, throw this back up here so you can see it easier. So, What's the, what's the word? Infographic, whatever, right? All these little dots, are pl- like she said, uh, online groups, social media groups, and, and whatnot. These ones over here are the anti-government, anti-state, and anti-bullshit. We know what the fuck you're up to. You're lying sacks of garbage. These data points here. And then over here, you got the blue ones. And uh, down here, 
7 million users in the blue, uh, 4.1 million in the red. However, the red is expanding at a rate 500% quicker than the blue. So let's plot that graph. Let's, let's see where that goes long term. People are very rapidly figuring figuring shit out, and that's why they're in a full-blown panic to censor the Internet, shut everything down. Uh, they're raiding doctor's offices for doing the wrong thing. Let's see if we can find this here. Was it True North had this earlier? The College of Physicians and Surgeons of Alberta raided the office of a Calgary doctor who granted COVID-19 exemptions to patients. Do you think that's going to help or hurt their cause? Well, it says it in the rules. They're allowed to do it. (sighs) Even the dumbest of the dumb are going to figure this out before much longer. This isn't about a virus. This isn't about keeping people safe or healthy, whatever. This is about state control. It always has been, always will be. And um, because people didn't comply, because they held out, because they resisted, because they kept making themselves be heard and and say no, and, and it's dragged it out too long. Now there's cracks in the wallpaper <laughs> that people are picking at. And uh, I'm not sad about that. The only question now is our side is, is getting stronger. How are they going to react to that? What's the next What's the next card to play? How many things are left on the table on both sides? like Han Solo and Greedo. <laughs> I bet you have. Hang in there. What do you think, Colbert? Brother-in-law's drumsticks are left down here. Black guy bigots says, stop wearing your mask. Only a level 99 Karen will approach you. And if you if you black, they just follow you. But you're used to it. Because pre-COVID, they followed me anyways. <laughs> the based black bigot. I wish you could be the first, but you're not. We've heard the voice of reason in here for a long time. But we're all racist white supremacists. Right, Evan? Fighting age, they them says it's time to go back to the old community schoolhouses. And yes, you can bring your rifles to school during deer season. Excellent. 
Stack says, what would happen if people just started giving birth to kids outside the system? No registration, no vaccines, and homeschooled. A real free man, so to speak. Circumvent the system. Be truly free. Jake Powell says, I am rubber, you are glue. Violence is violence. It's cut and dry. The West is dealing with criminals on a global scale. Any moral conundrum that people may have feeling over this, deliberating over it's totally out the fucking window now. We're getting real close to that. Liquid Zoo, thank you very much. Says it does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an array tireless minority keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. I'm smoking Sean McCartney's uh, cigars and listening to his songs. I think it was him that was always after, after me to, to play the Cancer Bats. That's who that was. Death March by, by the Cancer Bats. Come on, get out of there. There we go. Oh, oh, I seem to have dropped a load of... <laughs> it's okay. Al Stern, how you doing? Says, Roman Baber went on a hell of a rant this week and articulated how absolutely fucking stupid this is. I really like Roman Baber. Got a lot of res- I, I respect him. Uh, there's not a lot of politicians that I do, but he's he's one of them. Um, you know, it it's it's funny how that how that works. These people will say, you know, listen to authority and obey and all this kind of thing. Well, what if some of the some of the authority? I mean, these are some of the doctors, some of the politicians. They're they're dissenting just like we are, but then they're to be ignored and. Uh, excluded and dispatched, uh, you know, summarily executed, if you will, because, well, that's not the right science. That's not the right opinion, because I listen to TV. My God is television. My God is the state, and do my God is obeying authority. You know you know what that is? That's communism. The state is your God. That's literally uh, how it works in communist countries. You know, they're, they're, they're all, uh, str- you know, ardent atheists, right? I don't care if you're an atheist or not. I'm not. I'm not, I don't really play for a team, <laughs> right? But I, I can appreciate uh, someone's spirituality, and under, I, I get it, and I'm, you know. But I, I can tell you this. Um, a state that basically says, you know, like the Soviet Union or, or communist China or North Korea or any of these, any Cuba, right? There's no church. There's no anything. There's just, there's just Castro. There's only the state. There's only... Only me, right? That that's that's not going down a good path, right? Because then you're basically proclaiming that none of that shit matters, and and that's all nonsense and ho- gobbly, you know, whatever, right? Um, how can you fucking say that? How how can you? How what kind of intelligent man can you be to say there's absolutely no chance? There, there's no no. That seems incredibly arrogant to me. And, um, you know, uh, someone that sure of something that serious is not somebody I want to, I want to follow around and listen to. It's widely known. Again, the Greeks were really big on the more, the more, the older I get, the more I know that I know nothing kind of, kind of, kind of, uh, thought train. Right. And I feel that way. The older I get, the, the less I seem to know about anything. I question more and more things and it's just like, Jesus, man, like. And, and for a state or a power, another for a man, to t- and that's what the state is. It's other men. It's other people telling you that how how and how to think and how to feel and how to you know live your life and how to govern yourself and you know how, what to do. 
That's not for them to say. All right, you're the fucking government. Your job is infrastructure, uh, you know, international trade and defense, and that's it. You don't tell me uh, where I can use the bathroom or, or where, you know, glory holes and all this kind of thing. Look at this. And importantly, because I know this is a question many Aucklanders have. This is also, by the way, if you look closely, you can see it in this photo. In this still shot here. Uh, I don't, again, with the, the hand signaling thing. People, did we just done with subtitles? Because deaf people can't read now? I don't understand. Vaccine pass. That is a horse. I don't mean that metaphorically. I mean, Jacinda Ardern is literally a horse wearing human clothes. And no one seems to care or notice. I'd still hit it! You'd hit anything, Billy Bob. That's gross. It's a horse. You don't even have appendages. Your arms are, are pipe cleaners. You wish you could do what I do with these pipe cleaners? Just mind your bricks over there, Billy. Um, you know, it's literally a horse. And, and she's decided, like, imagine. Speaking of people that, that don't have no respect for, like, the wonder of the universe and the, the, the mystery. They, they've like, I'm not only am I God. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, the people of my country, where you can and can't use the bathroom now. Because that's how insane, that's how out of my mind that I've become. And importantly, because I know this is a question many Aucklanders have. No, it's not. I very highly doubt that it is. You can now see family and friends again in their homes. Oh, can I? I literally never stopped. I've done more traveling and socializing in the last two years than I have in the previous... 10. Okay? So, suck me. And use the bathroom inside. Luxury. <laughs> luxury. She's going to give you she's going to permit you that luxury of using the bathroom of someone else's home because you know, she's a I am I am you will find I am a generous god. <laughs> what a fucking crazy bitch. Man, right? More evidence, right? You want to see more white pill shit? You can say what you want about um I, I, th I think this is immaturity. I'm sorry. My thoughts are all over the place. I, I think things and then I, I... It's a pinball machine in here. I'm thinking... I'm saying things and I'm, I'm my thoughts are five paces ahead. So it eventually it makes sense in the end. I hope. Someone like Joe Rogan or Tim Pool, for example. And I'm going to show you a clip of them talking here in a minute. Uh, there's people that are much more interested and in tune with what's happening what's going on and pay a lot of attention to it and very invested in you know what's really going on and the truth of the world we're in and this kind of thing and they see people like rogan or tim pool very large audiences very very influential whatever and they resent them and, and they'll call them things oh they're a controlled opposition man they fucking just because they don't they didn't go the same path as you like right they're obviously very busy fucking people they got a lot going on i don't have time to watch fucking anything anymore hardly um you know, and they call me all the, all the same shit, shit too anyway, right? But generally, most of the time, nine times out of ten, they're just people, right? Just trying to get by like everybody else. And these guys, I would, because they, they're the new mainstream. Tim Pool's a huge audience. I wish he'd get rid of the hat. It's very childish and stupid. Like, Tim, he's he's like that 17-year-old kid in high school that just never wear, takes the hat off. Like, get the fucking hat off, man. I got another Jacinda Ardern clip here in a minute, which reminds me of a 17-year-old uh, cheating slot in high school that got caught cheating that just goes, no, I didn't do that. It wasn't me. No, no, I didn't do that. That's your that's your explanation? Just no? 
Tim Pool, uh, Joe Rogan, Hugh, biggest pot. Hugh, he, the guy's bigger than CNN. That's literally true. I don't care if you don't like it, Evan, Tony, the rest of you fucking sacks. You guys are so fucked. You're so fucked. <laughs> Dude. You could kill me today right now and I'll die bleeding and I'll be like, you're still fucked. Like long term, there's no way. There's no good end to this for you. I already know the map. I already know all the exits. And there's Anyway. Somebody like Rogan uh, with a very big audience for whatever. He's been questioning a lot of this shit forever and he's becoming more. He, he's slowly coming over here. And he's going to bring all those people with him. And like the, the, the chart with all the uh, data points plotted, all the different groups and the way people are thinking and feeling. The wheels on the bus are falling off, falling off, falling off. So isn't, uh, what, what do they say? They say ivermectin is a protease inhibitor. Is yes. That and yes. now Merck, who manufactures large quantities of ivermectin, has announced they have their own protease inhibitor to go to market. Well, Merck it was the original inventor of ivermectin. Merck it was the original distributor and the manufacturer of it, but it became a generic drug. That's the problem with ivermectin. The problem with ivermectin is literally anybody can make it, and you make it for like 30 cents a dose. It, there's, it's not profitable. So the problem is, if you don't have a patent on it, and it's not profitable, then there's no incentive whatsoever for these companies to say like, hey, forget about all this billions and billions of dollars that we're making off of this stuff. We got this shit for you that's generic, and you can just take it. Yeah. That just shows you that this is a for-profit endeavor. And, and the amount of profit that's been generated by these pharmaceutical drug companies during this crisis from selling vaccines is fucking crazy, which is why it's terrifying that they're now trying to give it to children. Yeah. And they're trying to say the children need it. When they don't, they don't need it. it the, the, the children, they keep saying 700 children have died from covid the children that have died from COVID, without exception, any that I've read, almost all of them, let's say, let's say that to be safe, almost all of them had severe comorbidities. They were either, they had leukemia, they had cancer, they were, there was... Quick pause there. Remember the kid in, uh, remember the kid in Alberta? The same media they're talking about, and this is why this is so significant. These guys, these huge audiences are basically telling them, inferring... They're, they're saying it. You can't trust the media. They're lying sacks of, of horse shit. They're state-paid agitators. They're subversives. They're not the news. The news, that's over. That's been over for a while, dude. We're all trying to figure out what the hell is going on, and uh, you, the news is not that person. Uh, they work for the state to make you act properly. And now the hundreds of millions of people that follow between these two guys are now being told that, hey, you know what? The shit you're seeing on TV is bullshit. They're liars. <laughs> Daddy likes where this is going. Something seriously wrong with them, and they died of COVID. They were uh, uh, amazingly obese, whatever it was. It's not you like know, a drug. It's not a right, so that, that kid in Alberta, right, had cancer. Tested him for COVID like a day before he died or the day of or something. And, then, and you know what the news said? Oh, he died of COVID. And the family is like losing its shit. I hope they sue CBC. And CBC was like, oh, we're sorry. You're not sorry. You're partisan hacks. You're playing for a team. And it's not my team. And my team's getting bigger by 500% faster than yours. <laughs> Disease that is very dangerous for most healthy young kids. It's did not. You, did you see that there's a big scandal where uh, I think it was Walgreens and a few other pharmacies were giving 
hundreds of children adult-sized doses. Yes. Well, they, they, these kids are fucked, you know, because yeah. these kids have, like, serious heart palpitations now. And <sighs> What's that? It's, just... there, there's, it, it's really hard to know what's true when, uh, and it's, it, man, it's, 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 we're fucked. The media lies. We know they lie. They lie way too much. If they don't, they don't... lie, they get things wrong, for e sure. Exactly. Alexander Solzhenitsyn said, we know they're lying, and they know they're lying, and they know that we know that they're lying, and we know that they know that we know that they're lying, and yet they still lie. Well, that ain't going anywhere good, right? And, um, you know, and they know it, man. They're so triggered by it. They're so upset about it. Every time I say shit like this, they go, oh, my God, he said he's going to attack journalists. Fuck journalists. Unless you're like Glenn Greenwald or even fucking even Tim Pool, a lot of these people are, are trying to, to get the truth out there to people. That's your job is to tell people the facts of what's happening. You're not doing it. You've chosen a side. You're playing for a team. And you think because the government pays you, that makes you impervious. That that justifies it to you. That makes you um, some kind of authority figure. Well, I'm CBC and therefore what I say is the truth and so on and so forth. No, fuck you. I don't care what your magic uniform says. I don't care what's written on the side of your car. You're a liar. And you're doing it for money and your career and all this kind of shit. I'm a big believer in the free market, man. People will go where they find there's value. And they find there's value in things that improve their lives. It works. Hey, that turned out to be true. So I'm going to keep coming back to that thing, that source, whatever it was. I don't understand why Alex Jones is so popular. Probably because a lot of the shit that he said, has actually come, he's actually not lying and he's been telling the truth a lot about a lot of, not everything. But a lot of things. Why do you think that? It, you think people are just brainwashed? They're brainwashed, what, by me? You got to shut me down, Stephen Gilbert? <laughs> oh, God. It's involuntary. I can't say his name. You got to shut everything down. You got to censor the internet because me and my extremely powerful fucking coal burner here and my cigar and Billy Bob with his bigot brick army, we are going to crush some ass. That guy is thirsty tonight billy bomb he's on tinder if you guys are on tinder you know he's he's on there <coughs> i'm living vicariously through billy bob right now man i'm smoking this place up i gotta save some of this for the last the rest of the stream i'm gonna go through that whole cigar watch me go you know that doesn't bode well um for the mainstream, does it? Uh, things are not looking good. They're losing people with a ton of influence. And hey, if you guys were just telling the truth, you know, that's all I care about. I'm not trying to play for a team. I'm not trying to win anything, man. I just want to be left the hell alone. I wanted to make jokes. I wanted to make silly, silly bear videos and, and make people laugh. That's all I wanted to do and be left the hell alone. Like many of us did in this community and so on. And But you won't let us do it. And the lies that you're telling are now affecting all of our lives. <laughs> Samantha Ridley says, I'll find him. You good good luck, girl. You know. <laughs> He's a brick. He's gonna mess you up. The lies they're telling are affecting so many people. And it was this is unprecedented, right? This is this is this is the time, guys. This is it. And I hear from a lot of people, and I struggle with this all the time. And I'm just telling you, this is what I tell myself, because that's the battle, right? That's that's how it goes. I played a video from, uh, you know, the Gypsy King here. The King spoke, and I put it on my Telegram page. It's down there. 
down right oh, there. Telegram t.me slash raging. If you don't have that app, please get it. Get it from the website, the Telegram website, not the app store, because it's a censored gay, fake and gay version. Um, that you're going to struggle with this. It's going to be, it, there's no magic bullet. It, it's, it's something that is just going to happen. Don't feel bad. Don't beat yourself up because you have bad days. You have bad weeks, months, maybe even. It's just how it goes. That's part of the struggle, unfortunately. Top um, I really like this guy. I really like the Gypsy King. And uh, I want to play you something that he said here uh, just recently. Happy anniversary to me. Six years ago today, the Gypsy King was born. I beat Vladimir Klitschko and became the unified heavyweight champion of the world. Soon after, I came down with mental health struggle. So no one is ever, ever, ever one. safe from mental health. No matter who you are and what you are. Um, I had a long, 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 hard battle. And I continue to have long, hard battles on a daily basis. So to anyone who's struggling out there today, this is your day. Be positive. Be strong. Never give up. And always keep fighting. All the best to everybody. God bless. Happy Sunday. All the best. Fucking Gypsy King gets me every time. I just can't not do it, man. Been given an opportunity, dude. They're coming for the kids globally. The whole Western civil. We want the children. We're gonna get the children. If you need a purpose, you feel like this, you've got no point, no friends, no family, whatever. The children of your civilization are the prime target of the most evil machine that has ever been unleashed in the world of man. People are throwing. I can't of something. Uh, what was I saying? I don't know. <laughs> I was going to drink this. There's no better cause. Thank you. This is as far as it goes. If you can't, if you can't get out of bed for this, train your body and your mind for this. This is what's at stake. This is for all. This is the the biggest it's ever going to be. So get on the night train and get ready to roll. I wish it was breaking news. 
Feather Not Dots is Rage Rage Man Rage Bow. Be Love You Wrong Time? Well, I mean, you're not really my type. Seeing as though you're a man and all. But. These days I'm desperate, I'm lonely, I'll consider it. <laughs> Dr. D says a drumstick can also be chicken. A turtle? Liquid Deuce says what kind of cigar inquiring minds want to know? This is from Bolivia. Bolivia. Pumpkin says Evan Balgord. Oh god, I don't like to say this. He pays. Evan Balgord. I'm so tired of talking about this guy. He does probably pay them, yes. It's gross. Uh, Pickers Montero says, if knowledge can kill them, let them die. Emmanuel can't. Jesus Gretzky says, the tables seem to be turning in my town. I haven't been yelled at for not wearing a ritualistic shame muzzle for quite some time now. It, it's, it's everywhere, man. People are just generally done with it. They're, it it's, they're, they're, they're getting over it. Sheila, the uncle. How you doing, brother? He says, May- marbles in a jar. Guess how many teeth? I'm just Jacinda Ardern's mouth. Well, they're, they're horse teeth, so I don't I don't really know. Closest guess, closest guess wins free COVID shot subscription, 2022 plus 50 percent off in 2023. So we only need to get maybe five shots that year. More and more and more and more. Doctor D says, Sheila, at Sheila the uncle, normal humans have 32. That creature must have at least 50 teeth. Lizard people, I assume, have a lot of teeth. Jake Powell says, I can st- I can't stand Jacinda Ardern. She is the whore of Babylon. Mother Harlot, absolute socialist, uh, fastly turning dictator, disgusting, vile, vile, I'm ashamed of my own country, Big Red. Are you down there? You're in Australia, right? Or maybe you're New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand has smoked the oblivion, progressive, toxic, feminist, dope. I loathe these idiots. Neither cold nor warm. Spat out. Well, you deserve to. Everybody deserves Because it's very clear that they're not people that are... Um, motivated or interested in your your self-interest. And I saw a video recently. I don't think I still have it now. Or I saved it now. It was from David Icke. And, you know, he says a lot of, you know, he said some wild and crazy things in the past, whatever, right? Again, it's an immature thing to do to, you know, oh, fucking idiots. Dude, you don't, the guy has been trying to get to the bottom of the mysteries of of the world we're in for for decades and at, at very a lot of personal expense. I really I really respect David Icke. I don't agree with everything that he says and, and has done, but I, I you got to respect the fight, right? And um, you know, he's been right about a lot more than he's been wrong. Again, a lot of people laugh at him a lot of the, the stuff that he says, but I mean, dude. If, you're, if you've got the balls to go down these these rabbit holes and into these these mysteries, and you're gonna step in some you're gonna step in some things that are that are that are messed up. But you know, he's still here and he's still going. And uh, it was a he got really emotional about it. And it, it was a he was filming a documentary, I believe. And he's an old guy, right? Like he's not gonna be around much longer. And he said, "This is the spot where I I used to. I don't. I don't think I still have it. Do I?" Yeah, check. I'm, I'm A. It'd be better than me talking about it. would be just playing it. I don't think so. I didn't see it when I was doing my earlier stuff. No. So this is, where, this is where I used to watch the steam trains go by and wonder about, you know, kind of the world. And he's been fighting for, you know, the freedom of humanity this whole time. And, and that's what he was upset that, like, it doesn't have to be like this. And that 
pisses me off too. We don't need to live this. None of this is necessary. Imagine what we, where we could be and what we could be doing. How great it could be if the people in charge weren't, weren't psychopaths, I guess, right? If we had, you know, decent human beings in charge that were not totally and entirely motivated by self-interest, intimidation, blackmail, which apparently I'm told by CBC is now a bad word. You can't say blackmail because it's racist or something. Shut up, CBC. No one cares. Everyone wants you gone. And in and, and the same spot where he's like, this is where I would come. And now there's little kids, right? He's in his 70s, like right? like mid-late 70s or something. These kids were like 9 or 10 years old. And, you know, they were, they were on the beach playing. And, you know, they were writing stuff on the beach. And they were writing freedom in the sand on the beach. If you're not a free person, if you're not free to believe what you want, whatever you want, if you're not allowed to pursue the things you want, live the life that you want in the way that you want, in the manner you want, as long as you're not hurting anybody, that's not that's not good. It's not a good way to live for for humanity, for civilization, for people. Nobody all of the best countries and societies and and places and periods of time when people were really killing it. You know, really getting things done and really advancing our 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 people, our way of life and everything. These were not under like authoritarian totalitarian regimes. It's, it just just didn't happen. It's of the utmost importance. And if no one defends, someone must defend. And if no one does, fuck. And it's always going to be the same tireless minority. And so that should let you know. It's a struggle. It's, a, it's an uphill fight and it sucks. And ignore the naysayers. Ignore the, oh, you're not going to win. you fucking whatever. In Samuel Adams's day, even, a tireless minority. That quote alone implies to me that he had to fight uphill. They all had to fight uphill against a bunch of people that didn't want to hear it. We just want to do what the king says. We want to do what King George says or King whatever the hell he was. Imagine where if they if they never decided to, they never committed to it, they never said, no, this is important to me, this is important to our to everything. And I refuse to back down, I refuse to say no, and if it kills me, it kills me. But this is um your life has to mean something. You have to you have to be about something. And that I think is causing a lot of depression and and emptiness and a lot of men and and I wish I had the the net, the ability to to get a hold of more people but every once in a while uh, i get somebody that calls me or texts me or from my old life you know or from the military or from from whatever that was like dude i was this close i was just gonna shut her down end it and kill themselves or something right and they say that i found you guys and now i'm like i feel like a totally different i'm so much ha- i've met all these people i've made all these friends and yeah you're not alone you never you never were it's a trick it's an illusion and this is this is real this is this is this isn't living like what, 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 what was the modern what was it what was so great about the old normal really well I'm going to work and I'm going to make money and then I'm going to pay taxes and I'm going to pay bills and I'm going to pay the heat bill and the oil bill and the car bill and the electricity bill and feed the and then I have the weekend I have two days one and a half really or I'm going to you know probably get drunk one of the days if you're in the army maybe all of the days I don't know I'm going to play video games watch TV and basically just escape for the next two days, I'm just going to be like, Jesus Christ. And then Monday, I go back to it. And that's your life. You're basically on a hamster wheel. You're, you're, you're a wage slave, really. A lot of people don't like what they're doing. They don't like that. I mean, this is real, though. This is a real, this is a real thing to, 
to be a part of and commit to and fight with. And that gives you, per- that, that's what fills that feeling, that emptiness. Chasing, chasing bills and buying things and getting stuff. It's all temporary. It's all, you know, in, you know, you feel good for 10 minutes and it's gone. Oh, I bought some shit. I got a new car. That new car is going to be, who cares? You're not going to, you know, you know, the first week you're like, oh, I got to keep it clean. I got to, oh, I'm so proud. After a few months, you're like, yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll get a new house. Maybe I'll get a new this, a new, uh, the, the, you're, you're chasing emptiness. So for me, what sustains me and other, and other people I know and, and what I think is much more valuable is having a purpose, having a thing, a cause, a, a belief system, things that matter that you'll fight for, that you're that you're actually willing to die for for real. I wasn't going to – I was not definitely not going to voluntarily die for a bunch of Afghans in Afghanistan just because it wasn't going to happen. But in this place, and, you know, this is, you know, the the, the privilege we've had to to be to be born in just by chance to exist now here in this time in the best part of the world western civilization are you kidding me canada america the united kingdom we have, we fucking had everything we had it all and they're trying to take it all away that's happening right now in your lifetime right around you every day a little bit at a time one brick at a time Tar- tearing down or putting up whatever they're doing So I find I kind of feel sad and I take pity on these guys that are just like, oh man, the fucking Leafs and the Habs. It's like, dude, you're missing out on so, so many bigger purposes. There's an angry dog barking upstairs. There's so much more to life than than consumerism and emptiness and empty entertainment and it's soul killing. Everything that will sustain you and fulfill you and give you that next level perception of what it means to be alive, what it means to be a man or a woman, like like having children, for example, having a family, believing in something, having a car, having a having a home, having a tribe of a culture of people that are I, I may not know you, but you and I are the same. Like we believe we want, you know, we're a family. People need that and they want that. I've always wanted that. And that means more to me than a lot of other fucking flags I've followed around. And, you know, that's what it used to mean to be part of a, a town, a city, the, the different shields and crests and the flags and whatever. Like, this is who we are. This is our, these are our people. And fuck around and find out, man. That's been taken away from so many of us for so long. And they've been chipping away at it and taking it. And that's why you've got so many people walking around feeling empty and depressed and miserable. They're all on drugs. They're all, you know, I got all these prescriptions. I got these antidepressants and I got these pills. Uh, you know, it's life. It's normal. It's supposed to be shitty. No, it's not supposed to be shitty. None, none of this is normal. None of this is even necessary. It's not always been like this. It doesn't have to always be like this. And that's, you know, what a lot of people are starting to figure out, which I find very, very satisfying and amazing. Watching McCollum says, read a quote the other day, which hit home for me. It says, uh, quote, remember, you're not a body with a soul, but a soul with a body. Deus Volt. Glad you said that. I want to play uh, something from this. Again, not a not playing for a team. I'm not, um, I like a lot of, a lot of the Christian stuff, probably because I've just been brought up in that culture and whatever. Um, I'm not a fan of Islam. I'll say that right now. However, there's some of the stuff they they fucking I can I respect them. I respect them for their commitment to what they believe is, and you know they're willing to go all the way for it. 
Okay. I don't respect politicians. I don't respect CBC. I don't respect, uh, you know, rule following weak. They're not weak people. You got to give them that. I don't care what you feel about them. They're not fucking weak, dude. <laughs> right. I've seen them up close. They fucking mean business. Um, you know, you got to, I have a lot more respect for people that believe in a, in a, in a bigger thing than themselves. And it's a universal human thing. There's always these people that are like, I think there's more going on than this. I don't think the the the, the power uh, train stops with begins and ends with whoever the richest guy in the in the world is. I just don't think that's how it works. But uh, and and that's kind of the crux. Somebody was you guys were talking in the chat. It's a spirit. It is a spiritual battle. This is evil. This is good versus evil. I think that's always been the case, and they've tried very hard to obfuscate that. But right now, they, they literally want control of your actual body. They want control of your body, your physical body. We're going to tell you what goes in it, what you do with it. And we're coming at it from different angles. Like this, this pastor has his own explanation and reasoning, and I, and I have mine. But it really, the core of the message is the same. This is mine. You don't, this doesn't belong to you. It belongs to me. I can do whatever I want with it. If I want to cover it in tattoos, I want to shave my head, I can do whatever the fuck I want with it. It's mine. You don't tell me what to do with it. Well, you must because I'm the government. Shut shut up. Anyway, so I'm going to throw a bone to you uh, Christian types out here and play this for you. Our king tells us in his written word that our bodies... I agree with everything he says, by the way. <laughs> our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. Our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6.19 Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, which you have from God. You are not your own. You are bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Do you believe that? Among all the other things that that implies, if you do, if you do take it seriously, is this, that no earthly king or president or public health official, <laughs> or billionaire technocrat, Gates. gets to dictate what we must put into our bodies, into these temples of the Holy Spirit. Because that's between us and God. It is. Whatever you consider that to be, that's up to you, and I'm going to, you know, I don't think anyone has the authority or the right to tell you what that means or what should mean is what it is. In that sense, if you've, if you've stepped over that boundary where, you know what, I think it's my responsibility to tell people what goes in and out of their body. I'm going to control other people so much to the point that I'm going to tell them what goes in and out of their body. Period. If you Listen, if you want to get vaccines, if you want to get two, three, five, ten, go do it. I don't care. Go ahead. If you really think you need to, then do it, man. But you don't get to tell me that I that I have to or can't. That's that's not that's not how this works. And if you're going to sit there and say that, well, all you people are a threat to us, you're falling for a very evil, sinister scheme, and it's not even new. It's been around since the sun and the moon. Oh, that's how you get people to do awful things. You make them afraid. You make them afraid of other people. You make them fear them, and you know 
When you're afraid of something, if you believe it to be a threat, it's only natural to hate it. And that's with our enemies and these people. The anti-hate network and whatever. They're so full of it. Yeah, it's, it's natural and normal to hate things that you believe to be a threat to you, right? And right now we've got a state in a, in a media complex basically telling everyone that these people over here are a threat to these people over here. So you should, well, where do you think that goes? And, and But they're the good guys, right? Obviously. Sickening. Camus uh, Key says, when the Saxon learns to hate. That's a great little piece, too. Black Guy Bigot says, leave the bloody, leave me the bloody hell alone, Jordan Peterson. Salty Inga Binga Bears back says, the Billy Bomb voice is epic. Tonight, can't stop laughing. Thanks for the smiles between all the reality and truths. We appreciate you very much, Ray John Bigots. I never get any money! Yeah, he doesn't need money. He's a brick. I've got bills to pay! Your drug addictions are not my problem, Billy. You should never start hanging out with Philip. Jerusalem's Cross says, uh, what would things have been like if people had simply, not simply sat there? I love this Solzhenitsyn quote. But understood. They not simply sat there, but understood they had nothing to lose and had boldly set up in the downstairs hall and ambush half a dozen people. That's I like to use the train going over a cliff analogy because when you see it, like, oh, fuck, I'm dead. I am definitely dead unless I do something. And people don't want to do anything. It's like, well, do nothing and die. Do something and maybe live. That's a very easy decision. It should be. Dan, the Raging Canadians, is time to start the Rocket to the Sun fantasy fun. We can make it happen. Scotian Lady says, uh, surrender one hair, you'll end up beardless. Solzhenitsyn, again, warned us and has foretold what we know they'll try. Cheers to this amazing community and hail Diagon. Slash loots to all who say, fuck you, make me death to stall. And Feather Not Dot says, you made my wife chuckle. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm taken. <laughs> you were supposed to use the Teresa Tam voice. Oh, I mean, what have you wrong, Tam? Thanks for the post. Keep on trucking. Respect, brother. Thank you very much, sir. Jake Powell says, I'm a Kiwi living in Australia. Had to get the fuck out of that problem. Uh, progressive idiot country New Zealand. I saw the writing on the wall. Long time ago, New Zealand has been sacked many years ago. It sucks. And we're in that. We can still we can still win, though, right? We can still win. So can America. North America. Th- this is it. It's just where it's this is where the fight's going to be. It's Europe and North America, boys. This is it. And if we can if we can turn the ship around and pull out of just just climb to the top, climb out. It's like being, you know, falling through the ice. Hold your breath, struggling, climb, trying to find if you can find the exit and get out of there. Haul everybody else out, and then we're coming down to Australia. Yeah, you think you, you think we would just like, oh, we've saved you know the countries. All right, good. Let's shut her down there. No, this doesn't end. This doesn't end until every one of these monsters are hunted down, all of them. Because this is not something that is going to go away, and people go, oh yeah, well you know. What did Kennedy say? Like a. Uh, Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice anywhere. This kind of shit happening anywhere in Austria is a threat to the rest of the world. Australia is a threat to the rest of the world. And Germany and, and all these other places are doing this. If they get away with it, why wouldn't it spread? Everything else they've done, we've done. It's coming next. If you have the ability to help people, you should. Al Stern says, Jacinda Ardern is Michael Trudeau with Chris Sky's veneers. Prove me wrong. Zodiac says, all this bullshit about Omicron had me thinking why they skipped over the Greek letter G. Oh, yeah, that's right. Never mind. Cheers, he says. Yeah, G, Emperor Xi Jinping over there in China. They, they don't want to offend the Chinese who really orchestrated a lot of this. Jerusalem's crosses can't say looting either. It's racist. Must call it 
group burglary. <laughs> FYMM. CRJ says, find the others. Buy my merch. Zero dollar cost for Rage promo cards and flyers. Real CRJ. You're here. Now it's time to help others find this community. Yeah, you know, and I appreciate that. I don't. Um, the, sh- the, the people selling stuff and the, the shirts and whatever, I don't make any money off that. I don't want to, I want these, if, if they can, if I can, if three people can like, Oh man, I can piggyback off what you're doing and make some money and help pay my bills. That's, that's awesome. I'm happy for you for that. Thank you very much. Speaking of which, uh, the, I'm going to, I gotta, I gotta drink more out of these again. I gotta get in here. This is uh, unpopular opinion, apparel.com, Instagram, Facebook as well. You can get yourself one of these. One of these, they'll ship anywhere. They're amazing, and uh, thank you very much to uh, to those people. I'm gonna say their names because you know how, you know how it is. You can get one. Go there and order one. Ah! And support good people, people in your community. Feather Not Don says, "Watched It's a Wonderful Life with my family on Saturday. It was made in '46. Everyone should watch it. Everyone has seen the ending. When a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Take the time." <laughs> nice. Leo Nindis with an interesting donation amount says Jack Ruby's real name, Rubenstein. Guess they didn't want to give them more to deal with. They've already been through so much already. Is that really his real name? <laughs> I've, I know a lot about the Kennedy assassination, but I've forgotten a lot. And same with 9 11 and stuff. But yeah, yeah, there were some shenanigans there. That's funny. Rubenstein. Kaiva M. Rich says, I don't know you personally, but you're like the stepdad I never got. I don't, I don't, I don't even beat you up like most stepdads do. <laughs> Give it to you straight. No bullshit sugarcoat. Appreciate it. F-Y-M-M. Cheers, man. Chris Burke says, Bigot Boats buoyantly beelining it for the bastardized mainlands to bring big bigot barons behind enemy lines to boost bigot morale and build back better with bigot bricks and big belly bigot butter and bigot, man, just big bastions of big-breasted bees and bullion and... I added a lot to that to the end, but you understand where we're going. Scott Baker says, after spending my entire Sunday enduring confrontations in Circulon. This is therapy. Love you, brother. And this entire crew, right back at you, homie. Uh, thank you very much, man. Dr. D says, you helped a lot of us, brother, more than you know. And you guys have helped me more than you know. Thank you very much for existing, because otherwise, uh, I'd probably be done. Fighting age, they, them, says, my wife is talking about getting the jab because this life isn't worth living. How we are now and doesn't care if it kills her. Hurts my soul knowing she's at that point. I know she's not the only one. No, she's not. (sighs) That, and I'm just, again, speaking from experience, if you're in like a really dark mental place like that, understand that it's temporary. It feels like it's not. It feels very permanent. It feels very final. It isn't. And a good night's sleep and some exercise and just walking around in the woods will do you a hell of a lot of good. Um, when when people start feeling that way, and again, this is just my experience. When I you know start feeling that way, I understand my gas tank's empty, right? I I need to <laughs> I need to chill out. I need to go take a break. I need to go walk around in the woods. I need to go you know get some exercise in. I need to watch some some silly some silly bear movies and and screw around and and whatever whatever it is. And um, you're going to go, eh, I don't know, I, just, I was having a bad day. It happens. The goal being you don't let that attitude, that that feeling um, push you into doing, making a mistake or doing something you, that you're going to regret. And a lot of these people regret this, and I'm seeing it all the time. These people, oh, I got three vaccines or two or one or whatever, and they don't want it. They're like, I, I just wanted to be left alone. I was just trying to live my life. I didn't want to, I never wanted to do this. 
Some of them, 20% of them, maybe they're the ones taking the pictures. And, and that's what CBC and CNN and these people want you to believe that they're all, everybody's like that. It's just you. You're the only one that, that doesn't care. You're the only, why do you hate your neighbors? You're the only one that doesn't want to participate. Taking the pictures of their, look at me. I got my, that's like 5, 10, 20% tops of these people. The rest of them, the other 80% of them did it because they were like, Jesus Christ, leave me alone. I don't want to do this. They never wanted to do this. And we never wanted you to have to do this either. So support us, not them. They aren't your team. These are your slave owners. They're your repressors. They want you to take more and more and more and more. And as soon as you say, I'm not comfortable with this anymore, I don't want to do this anymore, well, maybe we'll take your kids or we'll take your job or whatever, whatever. That's who you're dealing with. We're on the other side. Like, none of this should ever have happened. None of you should ever have felt as though you've been, you've needed to do this to save your job so you could feed your kids. That is criminal. That is the most insane level of intimidation and blackmail that you could imagine. And like Dave Chappelle has said and many others, to take a man's livelihood away is akin to killing him. They threatened you with death. You won't be able to feed yourself, your kids, pay your bills. You'll lose everything unless you do what I say. And unfortunately, we weren't there because, hey, they don't let us talk to each other and they try to cut everything out. But if you're out there listening to this now for the first dude, we're your friends. We're on your team. If we had been there, we would have stopped you. We would have tried to. We would have tried to help you. When it's not too late, you can still come here. And we can still find a way out of this together You know, as a, as a team. This is the home team. We're not. We're pro-humanity, okay? Pro-human freedom and, and pro-sanity. This none of this is sane or normal or good. It's it's evil and it's it's uh, bludgeoning people into submission, and they know it. A lot of them know it, and they're like they just they feel defeated, and they 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 don't know there's another team, and that's why they censor everything so bad. But as you saw with the grass, it's it's going to reach a critical mass at some point soon, and uh, that's probably not going to go well for these. People on the other side that are standing on a rotten house, you know, their their thrones are made of uncashed checks, like I said, right? It's it's empty. It's not. It's not real. They don't have a leg to stand on. Really, it's rotten. It's a rotten tree. Pickling from Ontario says not that anyone here will need convincing, but if you know someone who does need it, recommend the Mark Ruffalo movie Dark Waters. Dupont is the bad guys. Don't be surprised. Mark Ruffalo is a massive cocked asshole, but I've never seen the movie. I might check it out. Pumpkin says so. Queen Didulo. Got committed to a loony bin is in face and is facing criminal charges. This I need to see. The group of people, the same group of people who have put me in the loony bin. <laughs> the Queen of Can Oh, Kurt Phillips, this fucking guy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she was recently saying we need to kill everybody. We're gonna do it. It's not uh, not surprising. Seems she was taken into custody by the RCMP and has been taken to a hospital for mental health wellness check. <laughs> Under criminal investigation. Really? Really? Claiming you're the, the President Galactic Federation commander of the whole country and then calling for the deaths of everybody. You know, it was the last stream, right? That's not surprising. Uh, it's, it's different when just a crazy person says it, but she was a crazy person with 70,000 followers. If she says, we need to go start killing journalists, somebody, the odds are, is going to do it. And if you don't, I mean, Jesus Christ. The queen of the group of people. <laughs> Man, I hope this, you know, and, and to this point, the QAnon thing, guys, their own guy, right? Michael, General Flynn is fucking, he believes in Q. He never did, dude. It's a fucking goddamn op. The whole time, the whole QAnon thing and the Ramona did all of it was 
Don't do anything. Trust the plan. Stay home and do nothing. As your country is subverted and taken over uh, by enemy actors, do nothing. Do nothing. Do nothing. Don't worry. Other people are taking advantage and taking taking control of it. Like Operation Trust in the Soviet Union told the same thing to the loyalists, to the Russian crown, to the royal family. As communists were taking over the country, they said, don't worry. There's a secret group of military people that are they're on top of it. Don't worry. Trust the plan. It was called Operation Trust. And they did the same thing here. And even their own guy that they heralded for so long, Michael Flynn, said he disavows the movement he once pledged allegiance to by saying it's a disinformation campaign created by the CIA or the left. Like I've been saying for two goddamn years, and I took so much shit from so many people about it. I almost said something else in an audio released by lawyer Lynn Wood. Don't believe me? Here they are. Lynn Wood is also a... Anyway, here's them talking. The QAnon movement really is a movement that spun out of your digital soldiers. I'm tired of these QAnon people attacking yeah, maybe, me. Maybe, I don't know that. Yeah, but I you know, know some know. of them. I think it's a disinformation campaign. I think it's a disinformation campaign that the CIA created. That's what I believe. Now, I, you know, I don't know that for a fact, but that's what I think it is. I think it's a, I think it's a disinformation campaign. It's actually a very, very interesting article today out that was sent to me. Uh, I'll, I'll send it to you uh, about how the QAnon movement has failed and all that. But I... I, I find it, a to, you know, total nonsense. Oh, it didn't fail. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. And, and I think it's a disinformation campaign created by the by the left, and the and the types of people that can create something like that are the kinds of people that we train for certain, you know, with certain skills in the CIA. And, yeah. and uh, I'm aware that the so CIA I, doesn't. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and there's another quote that uh, not from Linwood or Michael Flynn, but a lot of people that know better that it's hard to tell where the CIA ends and the Mossad begins. So just throwing that out there. Uh, Lone Star Texan says, I wonder who Kennedy was threatening before he was assassinated. Oh, yeah, the mafia, a.k.a. Kosher Nostra. <laughs> Forgive us if I misspelled it. Uh, we're going to, uh, yeah, that's another big thing, the whole Kennedy assassination. They're, uh, they're uh, building uh, nuclear plants over there, and uh, I, uh, I am not going to uh, sit here and uh, let that happen. He's trying to stop nuclear proliferation, and the Israelis were really, really trying to, and he was not on board with that. It wasn't going to help them at all. It wasn't going to, was having inspectors sent to their plants and everything there, and then, whoa, behold, he got shot in the face. Isn't that crazy? And then, obviously, they got everything they wanted. What was the name of that guy, that spy that stole all the shit? Jonathan Pollard. People are like, what's he talking about? You, you, yes, your, your reaction to that should be, wait, why do I not know what the fuck he's talking about? These are important things to know. Yeah, weird, you should ask. Why don't you know who Jonathan Pollard is? P-O-L-L-A-R-D. Weird. Jake Powell says, we're the middle children of history. Yeah, I love this Fight Club quote. We're the middle, chi- we're the middle children of history. No purpose or place. We have no great war. No great depression. Our great war is a spiritual war. Our great depression is our lives. We've all been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie guards and rock stars, but we won't. And we're all very, very pissed off about that. Are you? (laughs) I fucking love that movie. If you haven't seen, there's another one. Please go check that movie out. Fight Club. We're all very, very pissed off about it. Um, 
home team is the people. We don't have a, a national government anymore. We don't have a. It's not. It's not. They're not us. They don't represent us. They don't care about us. They're they're busy on their own shit, getting rich, getting paid at your expense. Jabbed, unjabbed, all the people in between. They fucked us all over. And they're laughing about it and counting their profits. It doesn't have to be like that, though. Hasn't always been. Will always be again. The middle children of history. Our great war is a spiritual war. And our great depression is our lives. We've all been raised on television. One day we'd be millionaires and movie guys and rock stars, but we won't. And we're mad. We're going to four shots a year over here in the UK. I think the wheels are going to fall off real soon. Also, is it just me or has anyone else noticed the, the mic is trying to steal the focus? Maybe it's too far away. Sorry. Bill Jobs says, take anything I've ever made and use it on your stream. Love your stuff, man, from Bill Jobs. He sent me a SoundCloud. I'm going to copy and paste that for later. Thanks, man. I will check that out. Thank you, Billy. Billy Bob the Bill Jobs. He stole my name! He never stole your name. Black Eyed Bigot says, Can we play For Whom the Bell Tolls? That shit hit different. We can. We definitely can. Alrighty. Lee Stewie in, in entry says, The people who are getting the jab to save their soul need God. And that's... Like I said, it, it could be uh, it could be a religious institution that exists of any kinds of things. It could be you could be somebody like me that's just kind of I have my own spin on it. You know what I mean? And that doesn't mean I just pick and choose. I I you know they're lacking that extra belief in something bigger than themselves of, of right and wrong. Their conscience, really, and that's how some people some people will interpret and say that's what God is. That's what that means. That you have that feeling inside of you, like, this is wrong, this shouldn't be, this isn't good. Yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> you know, oh, you were just raised that way. Are you sure? Some things are universally awful, and uh, we're living through a lot of it. It is, and here's what Daph Beta was talking about. We don't yet exactly know how effective our vaccines will be against Omicron. <laughs> But we have good reasons for believing they will provide at least some measure of protection. And if you're boosted, your response is likely to be stronger. So it's more vital than ever that people get their jabs and we get those boosters into 
arms as fast as possible. How many people heard that and went, ah, like one, all right, two, it's just a little jab, it's two, it's three, now I need three, four, like what are you talking about? Like, unfortunately, me and a lot of other people are like, I'm not participating from day one. But the longer they continue this, more and more people are like, all right, that's it. I'm done. I'm seeing it on I see it on Twitter. I see it on Facebook. I see it everywhere. Like, all right, I did this for a while. I did what you told me. I did, and I still, everything is still, it's almost like you're lying to me. You told me do all these things and, and everything would go back. And it never did. And you want more and more and more and more. And they're and they're gonna look around and I'm gonna be like, yeah, you can. It's all on the internet still. We've been saying this for years, for two years, for months. Like this is exactly. I haven't changed my opinion on anything, and all all these all this is doing is proving us right. There's you know there's gonna be booster shots, right? That was a conspiracy theory six months ago. No, they're not gonna just. It's time to get vaccinated a hundred times forever and ever and ever. Do you see the Moderna chart? How their profits going? Do you really believe this still? These people are not your friends. We are your friends. We're human beings. I'm just a guy in a boiler room. Me and Colbert here. All right. <laughs> this is all. I'm just a dude. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful and thankful to have met so many of you. They, they can tell you the same thing. I'm just, a, I'm just an idiot asshole like everybody else. We all are. We, we're the real thing. We're real people that are not, not down with this. This guy, <laughs> you know. How much is he getting paid? How many Epstein Islands uh, trips did he take, I wonder? On trial right now, Ghislaine Maxwell. How come that's not on TV? You don't know who that is? Find out right now. Go to Bing right now. Go find Ryan Dawson and ask him who Ghislaine Maxwell is. That was Jeffrey Epstein's uh, 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 Renfield. Renfield was a character that like would, would uh, capture victims for Dracula. That's what Maxwell did. Underage kids. That's the world you're in. And and who participated in this? Ah, you know, the most powerful people in the world. From all over the world. In every country. Imagine if they were all replaced with good people. If we had good people around the world and not, you know, sick, disgusting monsters. What kind of what kind of things we could do and achieve? What kind of world we could have. And when you realize that that's possible, these are just people. These aren't like, we're not talking about the sun here. We're not talking about like, oh man, if only we could do something about the sun. Yeah, well, you know, some things you're just going to have to deal with. This, this is, this is just Boris Johnson. He has a name. He's, he's overweight. He probably, uh, you know, has (laughs) multiple health issues. Has to get a prostate exam next week, right? And we're living in this hell because of regular men who throw us all in the woods naked together. No money, no weapons, no anything. We'll fucking see who comes out on top. You know who's not going to be? It's not going to be him. If this was a fair world that made sense. So from today... We're going to boost the booster campaign. <laughs> We're already planning to do six million jabs in England alone. Over six million, huh? For the next three weeks. And now we're looking to go further. We're going to go further. We're going to go. We need more. We need more boosters. More and more and more and more. 
more and more and more. Again, back to back to the New Zealand again for a second, the Jacinda thing. This is, and again, I want to remind you that this this creature thing person uh, is very tight with Trudeau. They've met multiple times. They're part of the same team, and as we know, the Trudeau government and don't get that twisted. It, it could be the NDP, it could be the CPC. It doesn't matter. All the main political, they're all in control. They're, they're all in the same. It's like different flavors of ice cream. I like chocolate. I like Neapolitan. I like strawberry. I like vanilla. Yeah, it's all just sugar and dairy and garbage. It's all the same. It might taste slightly different going down, but in your body, it's fucking you up just as bad as any other flavor ever would. All right? That's the government. Ice cream. They're all ice cream. They're different flavors of ice cream. Oh, look, the butterscotch Doug Ford version of ice cream. Oh, you know, the the vanilla, like, you know, what ice cream would you have if you were secretly gay, but you don't want to tell anybody that you like to fuck little kids? Well, I, well I'm sorry. This is what Ron Rob Anders said, not me. Jason Kenny's version of ice cream. Scott Moe was definitely vanilla. Are you kidding me? <sighs> you know, they're all they're all the same. Looks different, tastes different, uh, but in the end, your doctor says, um, I'm sorry, Gary, but uh, you have diabetes. <laughs> it's the same. And as the, the Trudeau government, the, the government, all of them, they pay off the media to do what they want and, and do their bidding. And you know what it turns out? Jacinda Ardern paid off the media in, in North, New, New Zealand with tens of millions of dollars, almost nearly fifty-five millions of dollars, if this is if this is to be believed. But I like this exchange in the uh, the New Zealand Parliament here. Check this out. It's hard to see, but uh, the, the audio will do it. For you. Does she say to people who are concerned that her fifty-five million dollar public interest journalism fund, which includes numerous criteria for media to adhere to, is influencing the editorial decisions of media outlets in New Zealand? Oh, Mr. Speaker, I would absolutely reject that. But Mr. Speaker, better yet, um, I would put the question to the media and ask whether they agree with that sentiment. That le- <laughs> If I was in that parliament, I would be like, I, I would stand up and just laugh for 30 seconds flat and then be like, okay, so you get accused of buying off the media, right? And a lot of people are concerned about this. You spent them all this money. And your answer is, no, I didn't. That was literally your answer. You said, I, I reject it. And then why don't you ask them? Why do you, you want me to ask the people you allegedly bought off if you bought them off? That's your answer? Let's continue. Davidson, what then would happen to a media outlet that received money under the fund and wanted to report a story deemed inconsistent with the principles of the Treaty of Waitangi, which is one of the requirements to adhere to. That's a great question. What would happen to the media if they did something that wouldn't be good for you? Mr. Speaker, I absolutely reject the idea that there is political influence. uh, (laughs) I'm just playing this again because I love love this song, dude. (laughs) Bitch, you're so busted. This is every high school cheating girlfriend in the history of sluts. Did you did you suck Billy Bob's dick in the back of that Camaro? Absolutely not. Three fucking guys saw you doing that. Ah, that is a lot. 
Jacinda. I got video. Deny it all you want, you lion sack of crap. Justin, are you buying off? Uh, absolutely not. That is outrageous. That is ab- categorically untrue. They all say the same shit. Reduce them down to something you remember in your life when somebody just got nailed to the wall for the bullshit they pulled. Like a 14-year-old. Like a like a 17-year-old. A 21-year-old college chick. Right? When her boyfriend comes back from deployment. Unexpectedly. He goes, who, who is that guy? That has nothing to do with you. I don't know why you're even asking about that. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, we're gonna... We're gonna dive a little further into this line of questioning here, so, uh... You bitch! So busted! Everybody sees this. Millions of people see this, man. Tick-tock, horse lady! Listen, listen. So that image in mind, let's finish this. It's only a minute. Received money under the fund and wanted to report a story deemed inconsistent with the principles of the Treaty of Waitangi, which is one of the requirements to adhere to. Mr. Speaker, I absolutely reject the idea that there is political influence uh, in uh, in broadcasting and media. Mm. Point of order, Mr. Speaker. Point of order, David Seymour. Mr. Speaker, the, the, the question was, what would happen? Uh, I don't think that's been addressed other than... No, 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 Jacinda, I said, why were you even in his Camaro in the first place? Why were you even in Gary Shield's Camaro? Why? Why were you in there at quarter to midnight last Saturday? What, what were you doing? Why? Mm. <laughs> and a very generic comment about media. This, this was a question about what the conditions are under this fund and how it operates, and we didn't hear that addressed at all other no. than a bland, generic statement. Mm. You heard a bland, generic statement. They're all the same. They're all busted, man. People are like just coming around. It takes a long time. The train, right? Cha-chung, cha-chung. It's moving. It's getting there slowly, one bit at a time. Bobby Wan Kenobi says, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern is Chris Sky's mother. Changed my mind. I don't think either of them are even humans. They may have been built in a lab by the NSA. Um, Simon DeBigot says, Jason Kenny is no bigot. He's a faggot. Love your show, man. Cheers. Cheers to you, Simon. Thank you very much for that. Now, I really am going to I'm gonna pee my pants. It's going to happen. But I, I want to show, I want to play you something here. Uh, I, I don't know if the live version's better or not. Um, I mentioned it earlier, and I think it's it's important that people know. There's a reason this isn't. Why isn't this on the radio? Why is it on TV? Why is it whatever? It's a hugely popular song. Everybody that hears it, on our side at least, is like, Duh. you know, we've got our Greg Arcade is our you know our, our legendary you know uh, musical fucking guy, right? And we've got a few of them. Uh, uh, Greg Wycliffe, very talented as well. Also, Edgy D, like he's going to be doing some some stuff, you know. <laughs> right. And then, of course, the Dagalon Anthem and everything as well. 
Um, but this this is a this is the this is the lead singer from Stained. If you don't know, it's been a while since I could still remember when I didn't have to pay Phillips bills. And ever since you've had your drug addiction, <laughs> I cannot fill my fridge. My oil bill, it goes unpaid. They're going to repossess my truck any day. That's, yeah, anyway. You know, that guy from Stain, that wasn't quite, I played the lyrics a, li- a, li- a, t- a little bit. Um, but he did this great song about all of, all of it, all of the shit. And it's amazing. And we first played it live a long time, not shortly after Diagon was formed, by the way. And I was like, I can't believe, I can't wait until this is released on iTunes. And it's a, it's a thing. Download it and send it to your friends. And it's, you know, it's the United States, but Hey, you know, I lo- we love our people in the United States. I love the fucking Yankees down there. And, uh, and the Southern guys are, how dare you call us now? You know, the Confederates, all of you guys, you're all, you're all awesome. Um, you know, America, the spirit, the country, the idea of what it was, the constitution is a beautiful fucking thing. And I'm jealous of you. And I'm an American internally at heart in my soul. Really? I have a Harley Davidson. I like to fight things. I hate the Royal family. There's a lot of clues that I'm a trans American and I've accepted that a long time ago. I came out of the closet years ago on my first band YouTube channel that I'm actually a transnationalist. I'm a trans, I'm, I'm an American in a Canadian body. It sucks. It is what it is, but I try. I live with it, you know. So, so you know, anti-hate is actually anti-trans. So, how dare they attack me as a trans man? <laughs> right. But the sentiment of the song is the same: Canada, America, the United Kingdom. If you're a nationalist, if you're a patriot, if you're somebody that loves your people and, and the way things used to be, the way things should be, the way things they were intended to be, that, that people fought and died to hand down to you to enjoy to live, and they thought they were died died protecting. It's being a, taken away and it's under attack and. Um, Aaron Lewis doesn't like it either, and I really love this song. I'll be right back, guys. Uh, please enjoy this. Am I the only one here tonight? Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Who thinks of taking all the good we got And turning it back Hell, I'll be damned I think I'm turning into my old man Am I the only one willing to bleed or take a bullet for being free? Screaming what the hell at my TV for telling me, yeah, are you telling me that I'm the only one willing to fight for my love of the red and white and the blue burn? Another statue coming down in a town near Watching the threads of old glory come undone Am I the only one 
not brainwashed Making my way through the land of the lost Who sees it as it is And worries about his kids As they try to undo all the things he did Am I the only one who can't take no more screaming If you don't like it, there's a freaking door This ain't the freedom we've been fighting for It was something more Let's go, Dagalon. There's millions of us, Mill- tens of millions. Am I the only one who quit singing along every time they play a Springsteen song? Am I the only one? Sitting here Still holding on Holding back my tears For the ones who paid With the lives they gave God bless the USA song is dope doesn't he kill that are you kidding me that is like modern day like rebel mu- like i mean that's the that's the song man that's up there it has to be it's amazing it's from the heart it me i mean jesus christ that that is a symptom that's a clue i mean you're living you're living history right now in 20 30 years there's going to be there's going to be men in their early 20s who are like, I fucking wish I lived through the fucking goddamn Great Reset. <laughs> I got nothing to fight with now. This is bullshit. <laughs> Just shut up and go play your sports ball. All right? You're, you're 19. Go, you know, go, go, you know, hit on the prom queen and play, you know, trust me. You know, we, this was our time, you know? <laughs> it's fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. And 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 uh, it, it's ironic to me, you know, personally. To me personally, I find this very strange and, and hilarious, <laughs> upside down in a lot of ways. 
when I when I first joined the military and, and you know for the, probably the first third of my career or even maybe I was kind of a you know I, I was all right you know I wasn't very that good or anything I was kind of a whiny like you know kind of a guy right and I would regard people like how I consider myself now to be these guys that are like trying to like would talk to me and try to be like dude your attitude just sucks you know you're looking at it all wrong kind of thing I'd be you know <laughs> but they were right. And to now do this, um, this is all I can do. This is the best. I, 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 if you don't believe you can win, and I know this for a fact. I mean, I, I went into doing some tough, some some tough things. I, I was crazy enough to challenge myself in some very difficult ways in the military and just life in general. And if you if you think that you can't win, you're already don't even bother. Don't even bother. Don't don't even look at the ring, let alone step in it. If you think you have no chance, the bare minimum you have to be like, well, we'll see what happens bare minimum better yet like it's only a matter of time until i defeat you it's only it's 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 a done deal it's done it's done that is the strong that's a winning mindset that those that's the difference and i learned this the hard way and i learned it from amazing guys that i i had the privilege and the just fortune to share like to be roommates with in in like CSOR and in third battalion rcr and two rcr and, and learn from guys and ncos from all over the military even even some of the guys in the reserves i met right that you know <laughs> that's what that's what separates a guy that gets things done and wins and and somebody that just quits and goes home is because he he didn't give up because he thought he 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 was eventually going to win. Why would you quit if you were like I'm going to I'm going to get there. Like it's going to happen. This is fucking inevitable. Why would you quit if you think that? You never would because you're you're going to win soon. So why would you stop? <laughs> right? And that's that's this is where it all starts is in your head. You got to believe it. You got to believe that it's possible. It, you're capable of it. It could happen. And it's normal to feel like, you know, you're going to have your bad days and whatever, but, you know, those thoughts come in and they contend with you and you need to wrestle them and, and get control of them. And you decide, you you're, you know, you got to be the master of your own mind and your and your body, obviously, but your mind and your thoughts and your feelings that, um, you know, if you can do that, you're going to be a much more difficult person to contend with. And, uh, you know, I'm eternally grateful to those guys. Some, not, not all of them are alive anymore. And I'm just trying to badly, <laughs> haphazardly, piecemeal, like, oh, I think this is what he said, trying to give to other people what I had the privilege to, you know, download from other, you know, better men than me. Much, you know, you know, I don't do them justice at all. Um, but I'm eternally grateful to everything they did and they did for me and they did for my friends and, and so on and. That's why it's so important. Like I said, the, the, the analogy earlier with the, 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 the one ember of the fire is left. You can, you never know where that's going to go. And if it's down to just one of us, it might be, I, I may not live to see the end of this. Probably not. I hope my sons do, but maybe they want to, this could go on for who knows how long. But as long as somebody is out there doing it and saying, yeah, they're, they're full of shit. They're all lying sacks of garbage because it's true. And in a group of 100 people, if you can talk to 100 people and you tell them all the same thing, some of them are just going to know instinctually. They're going to hear what you say. They're going to be open-minded enough to listen to what you say. They're going to compare it to what they know, to what they've seen, to what they've experienced and go, and like I did, 
just feel it. Feel it like you're being burned with a cigarette. Like, oh, it's true. I just, it's like all the all the puzzle pieces were just connected at once. Once the, once you see the right information here, I was like, ah, now it makes sense and and shit. So you gotta you gotta continue. You gotta fight on, always. Like the Gypsy King says, never give up. Because when you give up, your your story's over. The book's closed. It's done. Uh, there's no more next chapter. There's no more another page. There's no redemption. There's no coming back. There's no great comeback story. There's more motivation if you're one of these people. And I've been there too, man. Really, really, really shit. Like, I am not doing good. I've lived out of my car and my motorcycle for a whole summer, basically. I've lived in my car a couple of times and, you know, no fixed address. Um, you know, separated from my family and, and just... In, in a place that's like this, you know... I mean, I mean, I mean, sleep in a car and get up and look at yourself in the mirror. Like you're brushing your teeth in the side of the mirror of your car. Like, man, as as low as you can get, if you can get, you know, recover from that, the 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 satisfaction of of defeating yourself, defeating your your bad self, the self, the part of you that wants you to give up and. And and makes you make bad decisions, and you know what I mean. That that asshole defeating that and and overcoming that. Oh my God! Not only are you going to be a much more difficult person to defeat, you're gonna you're gonna be well on your way to doing all kinds of things. What's the point? If everything was supposed to be easy, if everything in life was supposed to be easy, what's the point? It's dumb. That's stupid. It's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be difficult and and, and challenging and, and ridiculous. And that it's an opportunity. So what so what I'm trying to say is. It's just old man wisdom, I guess, right? I'm only third, but they, these guys were in their 30s and they would tell me like, Mac, listen, like this is an opportunity for you to learn and grow from this. And I know it sucks now and I know it feels shitty and it feels like, you know, but you're going to, if you can play this right, you can, this is going to make you into something else. You, you don't appreciate it yet, but just please, you know, try to look at it this way. And I guess a lot of the things those guys said just stuck with me and, and stayed in there and. And like all the things that we say and the things that we do, it stayed in there. It wasn't true the next day or the week after, or the month after, or maybe even the year after. But over time, I slowly came to appreciate that they were right. And now I'm just trying to do my part, <laughs> you know, and all you guys can do the same. And that's... Something we can all do, man. I mean, life isn't normal anymore. It's not the old way. It's not fucking, you're stuck in a dead-end job. and blah, blah, blah. Like, There's a fucking war going on. Real, like, literally. And they want the kids. They're coming after the kids. We've got to get the kids. There's no parental consent. Look at this. Children can get COVID-19 shots without the parents' permission. Nova Scotia, where my children live. Where I am currently. The Department of Health and Wellness has confirmed to True North there's no minimum age for minors to consent to COVID-19. They call them mature minors, just like in B.C. What are the odds of that? Two provinces on the other end of one of the biggest continents and countries in the world. They <laughs> just came to the same conclusion. We've got mature minors. So, what, like a two years old? Can can my 
One of my sons is having his third birthday soon. Can he consent to that? If you say, hey, little boy, we'll g- if you take this needle, we'll give you this truck, and he'll go, okay. Like, does that count, Dr. Strang? This is lunacy. You're in a cult, and you're utterly obsessed with this. You're, if you run out of people to vaccinate, you're going to vaccinate dogs and cats. Nova Scotia does not have a minimum age for giving a consent for health care decisions. McKinnis told True North it recommends that parents or guardians and their children discuss consent. However, parental guardian consent is not required for mature minors. What does that even mean? You're mature or you're a minor. That's what it means. You're 17, you're a minor. 18, all right, you're mature. We already decided that. That's the age for you know voting, uh, drinking in a couple of provinces, joining the military, all kinds of things. Okay, it does continue to say, a mature minor is a person under the age of 19 who is able to understand the purpose of the immunization and the benefits, possible uh, reactions of the COVID-19 vaccine and the risk of not getting immunized. Mature minors can legally book an appointment, consent, or refuse. In order to be considered a mature minor, the immunization provider must assess the youth's ability to consent and ability to understand if the youth is assessed as being unable. According to who? Well, I've decided they understand what I mean. That's... No, 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 no. I like the old way. Until you're 18, you're fucking my property, right? You're my, you're, you're, you're my responsibility. I'm going to decide, because that's what a parent is. Like, that's, you know, you, you, you guide and, and, and help and mentor the people, you know, the children along. And then when they're big enough to leave the nest, away, you know, good, you cross your fingers. But, it, I mean, it's not your job anymore. These people are insane. Health Canada has approved vaccines for children between 5 and 11 earlier this month. The vaccines are currently being rolled out across the country. They're positioning themselves for this. For this. <sighs> Obsessive campaign of lunacy. It's, uh, it's pretty gross. Uh, let me scroll down here. Oh, my. I miss so many here. Hellboy Deluxe. Uh, oh, that's the one I should have got because he asked me. Well, not you, but someone. I got another one for you. I got another one for you. Uh, Hellboy Deluxe says, it's coming the time to cue banjos. Fuck some asses up. It's, dude, it's getting weird. Feather Not Dot says, I already got the no jab, no pay letter starting November 15th. Wife just received hers on December 17th. I'm assuming this means since I didn't take the penetration, I don't need to pay taxes. Why would you? Why would you? Why would you deliberately give money to people that are trying to hurt you and your family? Richard, uh, thank you very much, sir. He says, in my unit, being transport now, myself included, we're at fourteen. Uh, who will be jobless? Kicked out of five D or five F from the Canadian forces because we simply said no. We don't want to be COVID vaccine tossed away like garbage. Doesn't matter what you've given them in the past. They demand complete compliance. I did what the army said. I took all the things they told me to take, and now I have permanent brain damage from the uh, malaria pills they told me to take. And then when our people, you know, tried to get together and say, "Hey, government, I think you should probably owe us a couple of dollars for this," you, I mean, you totally fucked us over. They said, "They said go to hell." No, we'll fight you in court until the end of time. That's who you work for. You work for an ungrateful uh, bunch of corporate fat suit dummies that are just there to make money. They couldn't care less. They uphold a, a, the quote unquote hero like Romeo Dallaire, and then in integrate people who actually are heroes in this country. You don't owe them anything. 
They owe you quite a bit. And they look down on you and they laugh at you. It's a, you know, lions ruled by lambs, not even, by snakes. Jake Powell says, what a fucking idiot Boris Johnson can even look, can't even look representable in front of the world. That laziness. He's a slob, and yet he commands all of Britain's armies, intelligence services, and social engineering. God damn it. Well, does he, or does Jacob Rothschild? Take here in 98, so sometimes you just got to walk through the thorn bush. <laughs> He's quoting me. Yeah, sometimes you do. Sometimes you just got to go through the thorn bush and get cut and bleed and be like, this sucks. Sometimes you got to go through the swamp, boys. Your feet are going to get wet, you know? I... I, and I was that guy. That's that's how you know. Here's here, guys, to, to the infantiers and stuff out there. Here's how you know you've become. You have now become infantry. All right. Look, well, I did that. No, no, battle school doesn't mean shit. I don't. I don't. I don't care. I don't care what deployments you have. When you're so full of just pure, unadulterated, like war-filled war boner hatred that you're like, you know, walking, you know, from A to B, and there's like a body of water <laughs> that some guys are desperately trying to avoid. They're like walking on their tiptoes and clinging to branches to not go through it. And you're the guy that just goes, I don't even care anymore. And you just walk right through it up to your knees in water. And you're just going to, you're just going to eat that, you know, swamp water in your boots for the next 10 K. And you don't even blink. And you walk by these guys. And they're like, oh, you've, you've taken their souls now. And they now look at you like you're the fucking Terminator <laughs> because you kind of are. Right, and you're like, I remember being that guy. Be like, I don't want to get my feet wet, and now you've evolved into good. <laughs> the pain of my rotten trench feet will help me slay more people in the future. You know, because it's just wet feet. You can put on new socks later. A couple hours walking around, and this shit won't kill you. It really, it honestly, it, it's such a simple, silly example, but it's like that says a lot about that guy. You send a whole platoon through there. Watch who, it, it, November. Let's say it's November. It's right now. It's November 29th, and you're on patrol. You're you're doing an X. You're in you're in uh, you're in the Petawawa Gate. You're in Area Two, Gagetown, wherever the hell you are. And the first four guys in your platoon go around the big puddle, and you just walk right through the ice water without even fucking blinking, dude. Yeah. If I'm the section commander from the platoon warden or the platoon commander, I, I watch this and I go, that guy. Who is that? Oh, that's uh, that's Private Johnson, sir. Put him on put him on PLQ immediately. But why? Because he doesn't run out of the way of minor inconveniences. All he thinks about is destroying his enemies. Wet feet don't even register to him. These guys are used... No, no. Him. That guy. Feed him barbed wire. It's what he wants. Pro-pat, boys. I love these. 
It's um, no quarter! There's no safe space in Agalon. There's only victory or death. Surrender or die, it's your choice. For whom the boog tolls in the early days. Download this song and listen to the lyrics. Half stoned, whatever, in the dark with them in your head and just see what comes up. Remember that? Listen to music with no music videos and you just imagine this song is magical. On. Lone Star Texas says, I'm impressed how they brought Jacinda Ardern into the amazing world of Clown Town people by that whole Christtown shooting episode. Seems fishy. She's one of them, nerd. She's not on your team. She's on Team Jacinda. Dr. D says, Horseface Ardern got a deal. Justin had to pay $650 million. Yeah, right? The New Zealand media got bought off cheap. Fighting Age them says, Would you rather have passionate missionary with eye contact with Lori Lightfoot or take part in a circle jerk with Trudeau, Kenny, and Doug Ford? Lori Lightfoot all day Cause I'm not gay And that's what I say And you will pay For the day That you made me say All those words Brutal Boy says, fuck yeah, I'm tired of sitting on the sidelines, aren't we all? That day is coming. Hellbilly Deluxe has found that song on Spotify about six months ago. Still hits right in the fields. Aaron Lewis, the legend. Jake Powell says, uh, this song kicks ass. This has to happen. Not one of our politicians has stood up as the regime rapidly mass-migrated migrants, a lot of radically opposed to our own society. Dangerous, this was all happening whilst our countries were financially sacked. Dr. Deese is living in cars, but he's living in a trench, brother. Yeah, no, that's why it was easy to deal with it. <laughs> Jake Powell says, These animal politicians turned their backs on their corresponding, corresponding country people, explained away the extra, extraordinary debt. And send, uh, we identify with the third, instead we identify with the third world before our own, fuck it, fuck it all. That's the trick, dude. We don't, though. There's tons of us that don't. Millions and millions and millions, right? There's an extreme, there's a, an extreme left-wing minority of people that, that believe, believe that shit. We outnumber them. They're dedicated, they're organized, they're well-funded. People have been working at it for decades. And we've basically just been like, ah, not paying attention. There's more and more of us every day. We outnumber them. We outpower them in all of the ways that matter. And um, they get out to a big lead. And it's like uh, this: we're we're still in the game for sure. And if I'm a, if I'm a sportscaster, you know, I'm going to tell you, uh, I don't like where it's going. This is this is uh, we're in a game here now. Uh, it's hard to say how this is gonna how this is gonna turn out here. 
It's really difficult. But uh, if I had to guess... And we're back here on the uh, the Monday Night Update of Dagalon versus Circulon. I'm, of course, your host, uh, Marv, uh, Marv Irvington, and we've got uh, Billy George George here on the ground, on the field, to tell you all about everything that's happening there. Uh, Billy George George, what are you saying? Well, Marv... The Circulonians got out to a big start. They caught the Dags sleeping. However, in the second half, the uh, the Varsity team, which apparently was drunk on a bus, with, ironically, the Circulonian cheerleading squad. We're going to see a lot of unwanted pregnancies in the future. That's just my opinion. They're going to be joining the field here in the next 20 minutes, and i got to tell you, as big as that lead is... I'm not confident it's going to hold up, Mob. Well, there you have it from uh, Billy Bat on the field here. We're coming on to the, uh, the fourth inning here. And the battle for the planet for all the marbles. Circulon and Diagolon are locked in a, a titular epic battle of spiritual proportions. We don't know how it's going to play. We don't know what's going to happen. We've seen a lot of wins, a lot of early, a lot of early leads, a lot of early scores from Circulon. Uh, but I'm seeing a lot of a lot of promise. Uh, the offensive ability here has not yet been utilized by the by the Dags. There, uh, what do you think about that, Pop? Listen, Mom, they got all these heavy hitters. They got these guys here. We got retired fucking special forces guys coming out. We got. All of these, you know, hostage rescue police officers. We, we've got corporate executives. we got big money coming in here now, now Mom. There's a lot of people uh, with means that are, that are not liking uh, the game plan of the Circulonians. And uh, they've, they've really thrown their weight behind this offense. And, uh, and if I... If they go for it here, Mom, I, I don't think they have what it takes to continue. Well, that's going to be it. We're going to wait and see here what happens in the next quarter. Dagalon versus Circulon. The battle for Earth. And they've not yet deployed their best assets. We're still hanging in there, still winning, despite not having, uh, you know, really done, tried much of anything. So you never know. <laughs> what game would that look like? I could only imagine. Fawag, how you doing, man? He says, without regrets, there is no possibility of character. We all like being around people with character, right? It's They're attractive, interesting people. Deanna Owens says, my mom got her first jab. Ugh. She didn't want it, but has to get blood work done and tests done, so she has no choice. I cry almost every time we call. I almost cry every time we end a call. And this is just how I'm, this is how, this, this feels more correct to me than a lot of other ways to think of this. I, I look at these people and I don't, you know, Again, there's 20% of them that are like, get, just get vaccinated. Like these cultist idiots, right? But 80, 90% of them, they're not those people. They just want to be left alone. They're not interested in any of this. And they're being victimized. And they're being, they're being um, eaten by monsters, essentially. 
And that doesn't make me afraid. That doesn't make me depressed. It doesn't make me anything. It makes me angry. And I've talked to a lot of guys, and I'm not, I'm not unique. I'm not special. I'm just one of a lot of men in this country that are inclined to deal with things a certain way and were trained and brought up and lived a certain way and value certain things. And we all share the same opinions, it sounds like. I see that and I I feel like I take that personally. A little bit. Not as personally as it would be had it been my own mother or, or family or whatever, but hey, you know that that you know, it's like it's like the kind of guy that, you know, sees some woman, you know, getting slapped around in public or something that goes, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing, man?" No, no, no. Stop. Come here. What what no 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 no. There is a limit to the things you can ignore, right? James Edwards says that's valor. Maybe that is, I don't know. I'm just I'm just like that. I again, is it God? Is it the, whatever it is? I don't know. But there's certain things that that compel me to like this. This I can't not do it. I do it because to not do it is more painful than if I did. So I'll say like the the Omar Cotter thing a couple of years ago, right? And I was threatened with physical assault, and and uh, I was doxxed, and I had you know people trying to get SWAT teams sent to my fucking house where my kids live, and saying I you know I had guns, I was going to shoot up mosques, and all these crazy crazy shit. And you know I had police calling me, and it was a fucking sketchy time. But even before that, they were like, "We're going to fucking jump this guy at this time," and I was like, "Well, fucking let's go." I remember getting in the, in the and I and I put it on the internet at the time. I was like, I'm going, so I'm going into a hot LZ, guys. I'll, I'll fucking see you there. I I wasn't like, yay! I was like, this sucks, man. I didn't want to do any of that at all. But it was one of the, it was something I had to do because if had I not done it, I would have said, I would have regretted it the rest of my life had I not done that. Had I not said those things, seven million people saw what I said there. And if a hundred of them could translate emotionally spiritually what i was trying to say what i was trying to convey because again the words are all just it's not like i connect your brain to mine and make you feel and think like to understand exactly what i'm trying to say we're all just kind of fumbling around in the dark in that regard unless you're a really strong communicator i'm not bad but even i i dude i struggle a lot as well if you get a hundred people what like i know exactly I, i i get it i understand this and it made them see or realize something, it was fucking worth it to do. And and to know that I had this opportunity, because I was talking a lot of shit about the guy, the government paid him a million dollars, 10 and a half, 11 million dollars at the time. And there's a reason for this. I'm not trying to pat back, but I, I, it was, st- it was not, it wasn't a big, it, it was like the universe had challenged me to, like, that was, you know, for me, and this might be for you, all it takes I had spent the previous year, maybe six months, basically shaking my fist at the government and all of this horse shit and whatever. And then the whole Connor shit happened. And I was like, you know, as a veteran, very upset and whatever. And he only went to one place. He went one place to do a speaking engagement 
about how he's a victim and poor him and all this. And Romeo Dallaire, who also is a fucking massive cuck loser, uh, was there also. And, you know, the whole thing. And there was one place in the country. And there's shit that happens all over the place. I mean, I can't. I, I would love to be able to just go to do things, right? If there was, I wish we had a country the size of the United Kingdom. Like six hours, I can be north to south or whatever. But I was saying all that and all those things and all those times. And, and you know where he went to do that engagement was... 15 minutes from my house. And there's a saying in the RCR words, you never pass a fault. It was like, it, it felt as though like, this is on you. This is your turn. Right? He's at the Dalhousie University, which is a 15 minute drive from my house. He didn't go to Calgary. He didn't go to Toronto, Ottawa. He didn't go to Montreal, Quebec City. He didn't go to Fredericton. He didn't go to PEI. He didn't go to Newfoundland. He didn't go to uh, Edmonton. He didn't go to Vancouver. He went to Halifax, Nova Scotia, 15 minutes from my house at the Dalhousie campus where I knew where I could be there in 15 minutes. And I thought, I can go there and make a big fucking mess. I can go there. I can put my medals on and go do a whole thing. And there was... I asked a few, a bunch of people, like, anybody want to do this? And they're like, ah, oh, well, you know... And and some of you guys did come. There's about four or five of you, which was awesome. And everybody just kind of stood off to the you know perimeter and be like, well, just mirror to make sure nothing crazy happens. And that's all it took. It, it wasn't that big of a deal. It, that's all it took. It just took that one moment of like, I'm gonna, I choose to to do something. I choose to say something. I choose to put my face and I got attacked in the anti-hate thing and blah, blah, blah. And the, and the, the, the radio in the city was making fun of me for a couple of days saying I'm an unhinged maniac and out of my mind and all this kind of shit. <laughs> and Andrew Lawton from True North News was there. He refused to talk to me or acknowledge me whatsoever. You know, there's a bunch of, there was a, anyway. I could have stayed home is the point. It would have been very, very easy to do that. But that, but that put me on a trajectory where it was like, well, now I, I, I had physically committed to, to this. Like, I am doing it now. All right? And, and that's it. So in your own life, watch for those opportunities. It's funny. Your life, it can give you opportunities. It can give you um, choices, you know, that if you feel scared to do something or, or like, man, that's... To, 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 to do a certain thing, if it makes your fucking heart bump up, you know, 30 beats per minute, if it makes your, your mind kind of race and go, oh, that's a fucking, that's something you really, really, really need to pay attention to and decide on. That's not nothing. That's not no big, not no big deal. Does that happen to you when you're deciding, do I want the cheeseburger or do I, do I want the chicken sandwich? <sighs> you know? It's like you, you know, you get a challenge. Right, and you don't have to do. You can do whatever you want. That's what life is all about. It's about you know the, the cliches about choices. You can do whatever you want. You can choose to stay home and hide, and and I not want to get involved. Or you can choose to go. You know what? I'm just gonna go there. I'm gonna go there and <laughs> fuck him. Fuck it. I'm going. Let's go. And you can do it, man. And then once you're committed to something and you're in, well, you're fucking in. And it's going to get easier and easier for you. But you got to take that step. You got to go over that line of departure and decide that you're about something and you believe it. And you, how much do you believe? Or do you, or how much are you willing to believe it? How far are you willing to go? What will you do? What will you not do? Whatever, right? And it was just one of those things. It just, it was weird. And 
I was there and so was he. And I, I felt as though at the time, me being who I am and the things that I'm saying and, and all of this is I got to do. I only had like 900 subscribers at the time, right? I was not, nothing, nowhere. I, nobody, barely anybody knew who I was at all, except Kurt Phillips, apparently, who just uh, can't stop himself. And it was in Halifax. And recently they had named a ferry, the ferry from the Dartmouth to Halifax ferry, the Chris Stanix. Chris Stanix was my roommate, and he died. He was killed in, uh, in 2007 by the Taliban, who Omar Khadr worked for and built bombs for. So this was like, it really did feel like an open-air challenge from like the universe. But like, I fucking, here it is, big wheel. You got a big fucking mouth, right? It feels that way, right? I'm here talking all kinds of shit. And they're like, hey, Omar Carter's coming to where you live to talk a bunch of shit about how he's a victim. Your move. So I was like, all right, okay. All right, okay. Let's go. All right, man. Anyway, thanks to the people that did show up and, and whatever. But I'm, what I'm trying to say is don't. Please don't, because that 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 dude that one decision changed my life uh, in a in a crazy way. Because you know what, if I chosen, consider if I hadn't done that, I stayed home. I went, you know what? No, I just didn't care. Whatever. You look like an idiot. You don't fucking. You're like, oh, you're full of shit. You're all talk. You're not. You know, whatever. And you get bored, and then you just you stop doing the internet thing. And you, go, and you do something else. Not, none of this would have happened. All of this hinged everything right now. All of you people here, the whole Dagalon thing, all of that. I'm convinced all of that hinged on that one decision that I made. Be like, no, I'm not gonna fucking stay home. I'm gonna go do something. I'm gonna go say something about this. Fuck him. No, this is wrong. And fuck whatever happened. Damn the torpedoes, Mister Data Warp Nine. Let's go, man. And that can be you any time when that comes up. And it's like, do it. I, I dare you. I believe in you. Do it. Do it. They say that your life is only is, is defined on five, five decisions. Five big decisions that you make in your life. And anyone. You can, you can say where someone ended up because of five decisions they made. Five bits like that's Those are the ones. You know, so that was a big one for me. And I'm just saying yours could be tomorrow. It could be any time. You don't know what it's going to be. But if it scares you, if it scares you, to think, if it's something you think you might want to do or should do or whatever, but it's scary, that means, and I promise you, you absolutely need to do it. You have to. If it's scared, you want, I want to do this. I think I should do it, but I'm scared to do it. If you're scared to do it on top of the other two things, you need to do it. You'll never forgive yourself if you don't, and your life will change if you do. I promise. And you're gonna, and then you're gonna be one of these people that goes when scary shit shows up. I punch it in the face. Now you're that person. Ooh, now, now, now you're something. Now you're getting somewhere. You know what I'm saying? All right. Um, let's move down here. Oh, I miss a lot of these. Uh, Dirtbag Welder says, should I get a 5F tattoo? <laughs> you could. That wouldn't be too horrible. Watch him McCollum says, love seeing how happy you get when you play with your brother-in-law's drumsticks in the basement. They're fun, hey? I love playing drums. I used to play rock band with the drums. Like, I actually got pretty good at it, and it's literally playing the drums. But uh, 
that was a long time ago, and uh, I've killed some brain cells since then. I'm horrible now. Um, Kieran Kanzner says, other than Dagalon, some notable January 15th birthdays include Martin Luther King Jr., Joan of Arc, Ben Shapiro, well, fuck Ben Shapiro, and the late great Vince Foster. Only three out of the four were murdered by the state, so Dagalon should be just fine. That is that true? January 15th is the birthday of Dagalon. That is our national, that's our July, 1st of, 4th of July. And Martin Luther King's birthday, Joan of Arc's, and Vince Foster. Vince Foster was one of the guys that decided to expose. These are all people that tell the truth. And Ben Shapiro's kind of a scumbag. But anyway, Martin Luther King, killed by the state. Joan of Arc, killed by the state. Vince Foster, killed by the state. He was trying to expose the bullshit that went on at Waco and all the fuckery there. And he was shot in the back of the head by several different guns. He committed suicide, by the way. Because if I'm going to commit suicide, I take both my guns and I go like this. Yeah, this is the way to do it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Makes sense, right? That's, uh, dude. Fucking three slashes for all of you guys. Oh, we're almost done. We're almost out of time. No. Mika Shrednick says, never ask for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for you. Is a quote from John Don. Cheers, bigots. Thank you. Mika Pumpkin says, you should have polished Omar's buttons, so to speak, for Pacifal. <laughs> I couldn't get near him. He was inside, and they wouldn't let me in. There was, no, you're not on the list. I'm like, shh. And, and CTV was there interviewing people what they thought about shit. And I was like, hey, motherfucker. They literally moved the camera like, nope, that's not happening. I had my medals on and everything. They all ignored me. The whole city ignored me. They looked at their feet. Is, is that video lost? I guess it is because it, well, it might be on alt censored, right? Because I live streamed it. It was about forty five minutes, and I just jacked up a whole city. Every person that went in there, I just yelled at all of them, and they just look at your shoes. I remember one chick turned around, and was like, "Who's this son of a bitch? I'm gonna tune it." And she turned and looked at me, and she looked at my medals, and she went, "No," changed her mind immediately. The only person to say anything was that old lady who's like, "Would you like a piece, Poppy?" I was like, "Fucking cut into her too," and she fucking fucked off. Yeah, the lady. Yeah, yeah. Al Stern says nobody ever gained anything from inside their comfort zone. Right. Derek says that, right? You're used to on his thing. It's like life begins at the edge of your comfort zone. If you're always doing the things that are comfortable to you, you're never going to grow. You're never going to get, you're never going to become more of anything. You're going to stay the same. And there's a thing in the Navy SEALs. David Goggins says this all the time. He says, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. If you're just existing, you're not getting better. You're getting worse. Work to improve. Deanna once says, thank you very much for your compassion, wisdom, encouragement, and antics. We all appreciate you more than you know. Bigoting bigots makes the best buddies. Yes, they do. Thank you very much, Deanna. You're always here, and I appreciate you very much. Feather Not Dot says, take a look at the bad guy. Razor Ramon would have to climb a ladder to kiss your ass. He's so big! He's so freakishly huge! Old Western movie quote, heavyweight champion would have to climb a ladder to kiss Geronimo's ass. <laughs> CRJ says, can you run the Omar vid or link those for those who don't know yet? I don't have it, no, but um, I could probably find it. It doesn't, it, maybe someday, sometime. It doesn't matter. It was just, yeah. Feather Not Don says, no subscribers, legend. Carry on, brother. <laughs> Hellboy Deluxe, when the anger subsides and the calm sets in, now you know your purpose to be on the unstoppable force of your resolve. Black boy, black boy, black boy, fucking black guy boy. Black guy bigot says, my mother had stage four 
uh, metastasized breast cancer, flew her to Tijuana, Mexico for immunotherapy, and she defeated cancer in six months and $100,000 later, uh, but went to California to get second Pfizer shot and died of hypotension, kidney failure, pneumonia, and unknown material in the blood and bones. Fuck who's responsible. Delia Rosemary Reif, October 21, 2021. I'm very sorry for that, man. In my opinion, the healthiest and best way to, to, to take that is you don't let, you know, you don't want to get emotional and don't go crazy. It's obviously going to make you very angry, right? But rather than burning that, I think anger has a purpose. And I think if you control it properly the way you're supposed to, things that make you angry are probably making you angry for a reason, unless you're completely out of your mind, which is possible. But in this case, absolutely not. But if you you burn that coal immediately, if you throw that immediately immediately into Colbert, it's going to burn off and it's going to, or instead you can store it. You can hang on to it and don't let it burn you up and don't use it up and say, okay. But now this pile of fuel that I'm building that I can choose to burn at my leisure is going to fuel my motivation to uh, make right these things that I, I feel like that I can for the rest of my life. I'm going to use that as motivation that 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 you know that fury can can serve as a fuel a very powerful one to to make you get things done when you don't want to maybe when you get tired and you get lazy but if you you know you go all crazy and emotional and burn yourself out because otherwise i mean how else do you deal with it there's no other real positive way to do it if you can't use it i mean you know when we lose our loved ones and this kind of things happen and i've lost you know guys I loved, you know, like brothers and stuff overseas and, and whatever. You use it as as like a how if they were here, you know, or if they could see or whatever, you be, you become ghost version of you, you know. What would you want that person to do? Would you want them to act crazy and do stupid things or would you want them to be like, okay, motherfucker, and, you know, stack that wood pile and stack that coal pile and go, I am going <sighs> You've only, you've only. I'm going to throw it back at you. I'm going to use it against you, and I'm going to use this to be uh, motivated to be a much more difficult person to deal with in the future. I'm going to do everything that I can to make this shit right. That's how I, that, that's how I feel. I mean, I mean, all the guys that are that were killed and everything, and you see the, the country that is turned into and everything, and they go, oh, they'd be rolling in their graves. They would be. Yep, but. I use that as motivation to not give up. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Uh, Camus Geese says, my friend Jules, the jelly bean, and her boyfriend are heading down to the USA tomorrow. Want to wish them good luck, and I'll miss them both. P.S. Send ammo. <laughs> Black Guy Biggest says, by the way, I got a $4,000 fine entering Pearson Airport for not going into the quarantine hotels. Fucking fight that, too. None of that shit is legal. It's all nonsense. Cadillac Slim says, I first discovered you from that Omar Dahalzi stream. It was epic. That peace poppy bitch was something else. She was, wasn't she? Couldn't believe it. Oh, and there's Pure Palm with the, the link there. I don't want to fucking play this right now. Should I guess? I don't. Oh, that's the whole thing. Is this the whole, like, long ass? It sure is. Oh, 51 minutes. Yeah, okay. I thought it was the other clip. Anyway, uh, we're almost done. I almost got to get out of here. We're close to running out of time. I hate how fast these go by. I don't even know what I talk about half the time. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. It's crazy. We got that. We hit that. Is this empty? No, it's not. Not even close. So we can, we got a couple more. You want to do two more? I got this last beer. We can finish it. One there, one there. We got two more. We got we got two more beers. All right. It's technically one, but I split them up so I can stretch it out and make it look like I drank a lot more than I do. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, Simone de Bigue says Ragecast is my new sports ball. <laughs> Thank you. And Dr. Byram Bridal is a huge whistleblower. Yeah, he's another one of them. Again And again, oh, did I read that Jason Kenny one? Uh, yeah, I did. But thank you. They, oh, there's a couple things here that need to be. <laughs> they just can't be ignored. They're too insane. There's so much, man. I'll play it and I'll be I'll be right back and then we're we'll do another like twenty minutes and then I got I gotta go but somebody in the comments was like who is this and that made me sad because I'm like this guy should have a fucking statue uh, he was a comedian but he was a social commentary comment terrorist terrorist <laughs> and I'm kind of glad that he's not around to see this because I would not want to see him you know go the wrong way because it'd be like oh no you know never meet your heroes kind of thing. You never see them as, as you know, they're humans, right? And they make mistakes, and then it just ruins it. Uh, but here's George Carlin on uh, The World. And people are like, who is this guy? He was the, one of the most based, dope, awesome comedians ever who was the reason that when I discovered him, as I think I was 14 or 15, he had a bunch of airplane jokes and silly things. I was like, ah, he's funny. And then I started his other, and this was like old school stuff he had from the 70s and 80s. And I saw some of his newer things where he was like, the government's a bunch of lying cocksuckers. And uh, that opened my mind to a lot of things that I was like, you know what? That's that's right. That's cool. So I, will, I love George Carlin. He was a big influence on me. And um, if you don't know who he is, please look him up. Yeah, you will not be disappointed. I'll be right back. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your social security money. They want your fucking retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this fucking place. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. 
You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they used to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged. And nobody, nobody seems, seems to notice. notice. Nobody, nobody seems, seems to care. care. Good, honest, hard-working people. White collar, blue collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hard-working people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue. The people he's talking about are the same ones that got vaccinated because I thought they were just going to be left alone. Continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't nope. care about you. No! At all. At all. Fuck yes, George. Forget the politicians. That's the best part. It, well, they cut it off at the last, the best part. <sighs> I got to find the rest of it. This is it. Not too bright, folks. Let's go back. No, you have no choice. So they control just about all of the there news and information you get to hear. They, they need got it. You by the this guy's a fucking legend. You need to, you need to hear this. This is, what, this is a legendary bit. He's a comedian, right? Who I have a ton of respect. This is what I wanted to do. I, that, that seemed like to me, you know, for whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. I thought being a soldier in the army was, was going to be, you know, but really, if I could do anything, if I could have done anything, like some to be somebody like George Carlin was like that, <laughs> I, you know, that would be into, I couldn't even imagine. And he used that to try to tell people the truth about the world. That's how much he cared. He actually did give a shit as much as he acted like he did. Because why else would he? Could have just cashed it in, making money, you know. Telling dog and cat jokes, basically being Jerry Seinfeld, right? But I mean, he's canceled now, right? And he and he went to be like an anti-government, anti-war, anti-bull. They're all a bunch of lying cocksuckers, right? To his and it was just like nobody could touch him because it's like, well, it's George Carlin. I mean, <laughs> right? I just have a lot of respect for the guy. So, um, you know, if you care what I think at all, please listen to this. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying AstraZeneca. to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. Yes, George! People who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your social security money they want your fucking retirement money they want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on wall street and you know oh. they'll get it they'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this fucking place it's a big club and you ain't in it 
you and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they use to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged, and nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hard-working people, white collar, blue collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hard-working people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you they don't give a fuck about you they don't care about you at all at all at all yeah. you know and nobody seems to notice nobody seems to care that's what the owners count on the fact that americans will probably remain willfully ignorant of the big red white and blue dick that's being jammed up their assholes every day because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream, because you have to be asleep to believe it. George knew what was up. He was a big fan of showmanship, you know, like saying things without saying them, what you can get away with, what you can't. Not too bright, folks. Not, not too bright, are they? But Diagonal knows. If George spawned me, or he helped, then he helped all of this and all of you. George Carlin gets a fucking statue in Diagonal. We need a George Carlin day where he's just on TV 24-7. And we make golf illegal. Sorry, guys. He had a whole bit on how golf courses were a massive waste of space. Rest in peace, George. One of the founding fathers of the Agalon, even when you didn't know it. Fuck these rich cocksuckers. That's basically his whole message. He was a rebel. It's always hot to be the rebels, isn't it? Yeah. And a goddamn culvert? What do you think, buddy? Fighting Age Zaydams says a Korean War vet once told me your generation will fight the greatest war and it will be on home soil. By God, I hope you win. That was seven years ago. The man could see the signs. It's our turn, boys! It's our fucking turn! This is for, this is real, man. This is really happening. And you're here right now. Let's go. Get off the bench. Let's go. Johnson Triple Six says, thanks for the show tonight. Has anybody started to build the launcher so we're able to start firing people into the sun? Hashtag, I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. If you haven't seen another, Daniel Day-Lewis is one of my favorite actors. There's nothing I wanted to do. I I like entertain people. That's that's my primary, my happy place. That's what I like to do. It makes me feel good. I feel, I feel really good. If I can make people laugh or have a good time, <laughs> yay, that was, thank you. I'm like, oh, gay, everybody wins. I'm so happy now that you're happy. 
Um, so acting was cool too. I was really into movies and everything, and, and that was something that was cool. And, and Daniel Day Lewis and Gary Oldman, the two of them are probably my. They're just like amazing. But Gary, Daniel Day Lewis in uh, There Will Be Blood. See, it's kind of slow, but you have to like be someone that likes movies and stories, this kind of thing. And he's like an oil tycoon kind of guy. And he starts out with like basically nothing. And he like claws and murders his way out. And anyway, at the end, he's like rich. He's basically uh rock. He's basically John Rockefeller is kind of who he's based on. And he just becomes this crazy, like doesn't give a fuck. He could just murder people. Now he's that powerful. And this guy comes to him, like begging for like, please help this guy who previously fucked him over. Huge. Huge. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to play the scene. So you guys know what I mean. And, dude, we have been drinking some milkshakes lately. Oh, oh it's starting. I'm going to get fat. I'm going to get lactose intolerant here. Uh, so this guy shows up. Who's the guy here in the chair? He's a minister of a church and trying to fuck this guy over and humiliated him and all this stuff. When he, when the business guy, Daniel Lewis, tried to work with him and everything. And uh, basically, he, he shows up to tell him that, uh, you know, Oh, well, finally I'll sell you the land or whatever. And he's like, too late. I already, I already fucking got it all. <laughs> I've already fucking won. I don't need you anymore. I don't need you anymore. And you're an idiot. You're a fucking loser. So, you know, it's like th- this, I mean, geez, it's kind of a ruthless, brutal ending, but like this guy was a piece of shit. And he was so certain of his position. I'm just saying, like, I, I find this, I, this is why I like stories and, and there's a reason we tell stories. There's a reason, reason we have movies and like, you know, the old uh, epics and, the, and about the gods, if you were the Greeks or the Romans and this kind of thing. Like we, these, these kinds of things kind of guide us in a way. And they create a, a foundation of what, you know, of ideals to look up to and, and so on and life lessons and whatever. And religion has replaced that sense. And, but it's all kind of the same. And unfortunately, now you've got a generation of people who are fucking, because it's probably empty Hollywood garbage nonsense, boys and men who are like, the Avengers, man, remember that time Loki fucking went, that's shit, that's not real, that's their new, that's the new, you know, culture lore, which is, which is garbage, but I just find it interesting, and you can take this metaphor, uh, however, however you want, you've got a character here who, who, previously, represented a, a very powerful he had all the cards he had all the power he could do whatever he wanted he could humiliate excommunicate people and, and treat them like shit and all this kind of thing because he didn't you know they were beneath him but they were whatever and then when the tables had turned after a year a long struggle and sacrifice and whatever uh this is what happens fucking love this movie guys and if you haven't seen it, this is the basically the end of the movie, so I'm completely ruining it for you. But but uh, anyway. <laughs> Please, Dagalon. I'm I'm in desperate times. We're really sorry. I need a friend. Yes, of course you do. Daniel Day-Lewis is Dagalon. <laughs> I need help. I'm a sinner. I'm oh. a, the devil grab hold of me in ways I never imagined. I'm so full of sin. The Lord sometimes challenges us, doesn't he, Lord? 
yes, he does. Daniel, yes, he does. Yes, he does. By the way, uh, he's also shit-faced in this scene, Daniel Day-Lewis. He's been, like, drinking all day. Because he's a man of God. Grab the Lord's hand for help, I would, but he's such a hypocrite. He, I'm the, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, a lamb of God. I'm here to, and his investments and all the money. This guy's a, you know, massive piece of shit. Massive dude, you got to see the way he's a massive piece of shit. And and then just watching this happen is amazing. I love this so much, and I feel like I'm seeing it for the first time with all of you. If you've never seen it, I'm sorry for interrupting it, but. This is some of the best acting I've ever... This one of the best scenes of acting I've ever seen. I saw this movie when it came out, like not long after it came out. I don't remember what it was. 06 or 5 or something. And I, I still remember it. So uh, we'll shut up and please enjoy. He does these things all the time. These mysteries that he presents and while we wait. While we wait for his word. But you're not the chosen brother, Eli. It was Paul. So he had a brother, Paul, that went behind the pastor's back here, who is this piece of shit, you know, like, uh, and it was like, fuck, my brother's a dick anyway, and sold out the land to Daniel Day-Lewis, a.k.a. Jacob, you know, or uh, (laughs) John Rockefeller here. And he's just eating it up. The guy's like, please, like, I could sell you the land finally. And he's like, I already got it. You're an idiot. I already defeated you a decade ago. It's amazing. He, he found me and told me about your land. You're just a fool. Why are you talking about I did what your brother Don't couldn't. Don't say I this to me. I broke you and I beat you. Yes, sir. Get on. It was Paul. I beat you. He about you. He's the prophet. He's the smart one. Yeah. He knew what was there and he found me to take it out of the ground. You know what the funny thing He learned you were a communist. Listen. And he came to me. I paid him $10,000 cash in hand. <gasps> he came over basically nothing. This is CBC. This is the government, and this is event. This is this is us. <laughs> this is the world, and this is how this is going to go. <laughs> he has his own company now. Prosperous little business. Three wells producing five thousand dollars a week. Stop crying, you sniveling ass! Stop your nonsense. You're just afterbirth. Slithered out on your mother's filth. They should have put you in a glass jar. (laughs) Where were you when Paul was suckling at his mother's teeth? Where were you? Who was nursing you, poor Eli? One of Bandit's sows? That land has been had. Nothing you can do about it. It's gone. It's had. If you would just take this lease, Daniel. Drain it! Shake. And I have a straw. There it is. That's a straw. The straw is diagonal on. My straw reaches across the room and 
starts to drink your milkshake, I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Don't bully me, Daniel. Superstition would help you, Eli. I am the third revelation. I am who the Lord He returns the humiliation. He made him say all this crazy shit in church. Humiliated him, and he's like, Stop pulling balls out of me. I am the third revelation. It's amazing. I think that's actually Pumpkin Launcher. It's crazy. It's so good, man. This is mental. Oh. That's it. Or is it? There's no mercy in Dagalon, James. Finish the job now. That's a good boy. That Kami gets what he deserves, doesn't he? Very good. What a good boy. What a good boy. Great movie. You guys got to see it. It's so good. I ruined it now because I just showed you the end. And he basically is like, eh, we'll have this cleaned up. Because he's like a fucking, he's, he's, he's like a Rockefeller now, right? You know, the guy comes, he's like, ah, yes, yeah, don't worry, we'll clean this up. So it's fine. <laughs> I'm a billionaire. The rules don't apply, dude. Uh, Pumpkin says, I wish George would have named them before he died. Fun fact, he did. Um, Because I'm a massive Carlin fan. There are tapes that exist of, you know, like he did the specials, right? So when you're a comedian, I don't know if you know this or not, and I'm I'm weird in the way that if I think something, I assume everyone else knows that because I feel like I'm an idiot. So if I feel like I know something... It's like, well, everybody else knows this, so I feel dumb even explaining this, which is obviously stupid because we all know different things. But anyway, because I was really into, into comedy and the whole kind of thing, uh, car, you, you test material out on the road in, in small places where, you know, over time to see if it, if it works, if it doesn't work, whatever. And basically, when you when you do these specials like you see on TV, this is like a couple of years worth, work of, uh, worth of, of road work and polishing and this kind of – it's a very polished, finished act. You know, it's uh, it doesn't seem like it. That's the art of it. It seems very like, oh, he's just talking. And like Louis C.K. is really good at it. Uh, there's some other guys, but uh, but Bill Burr is, is is really good at it as well. Um, but you wouldn't know that he's been telling that same joke for like eight months, trying to really like dial it in. Uh, so anyway, what I'm saying is, there's a lot of other like for that one special you saw. Saw there was a hundred shows that he did to to refine that to make it like this works. This doesn't. And out of that, there were a lot of times where a, f- a number of times where George was talking about, you know, money and where it goes and who makes it and where it comes from and this these kinds of things. <laughs> so I was like, you know, <laughs> I was like, you know, you never want to know. I was like, but I really love George. You know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't. I, 
Alright, just watch this one thing. I hope he doesn't. And it just turns into... George! Oh, he knows! George knows! He always knew that beautiful son of a bitch! Georgie was from New York, he knew the fucking score! Oh, Georgie was in New York, motherfucker! But yeah, I know what you mean, he never did it, you know, big time, but, uh... George knew what was going on. Feathernut Don says, welcome to the bad guy club. It's going to be tough. Dude, you get yourself a leather jacket? I bought myself a fucking motorcycle. I got a nice jacket I wear around. I drive around. My helmet literally says, fuck you on one side. It's amazing. I can't get out again until the spring. spring but Smoke cigars, ride motorcycles, tell people to go fuck themselves, man. It's the best. It's such a more fulfilling life than being a being a boot licking please daddy let let me use the bathroom at billy's house only if you get your 17th booster shot jimmy like fuck that (laughs) plus boys the girls are hotter i'm telling i'm I'm just saying from what i've seen uh you know live your fucking life guys come on Jake Powell says, uh, bro, I'm getting an error on my main saying stream unavailable, stream suspended for policy violation. YouTube's done it again. Oh, I haven't even paid attention to YouTube forever. I don't know. When did that end exactly? It's still going. Odd. Oh, it probably was um, Probably was the clip I was playing. Sometimes they, they shut it down. Yeah, whatever. For, I don't even. I only use YouTube to steal people out of YouTube to say go to the entropy page, entropystream.live slash raging existence. Entropy hosts everybody who's anybody in the world of telling the truth. Entropy has their six. All right, guys that I learned a lot of things from and helped spawn this whole nonsense are on entropy right now. They're much. They're a decade older than me. They've been around 10, 10 more years than me. These are the fucking OGs of the guys on the internet going, this is what's actually going on, boys. These guys are like, you know, <laughs> my teachers, you know what I mean? And now I have them in my in, in my phone, which is excellent. It, it's Entropy fucking rules. So if you're not on there, that, that's how it works. And if you want to support uh, me or anybody else on there, they get and, and they take the smallest cut of the industry, guys. YouTube was taking 45% of your super chats. Trovo took 50%. DLive took 25%. Entropy takes an order of magnitude much smaller than that. Uh, my Trovo just says it was the Carlin clip. Yeah, fucking, fucking YouTube. Anyway. So anyway, uh, they're great. Please support them. If you would like to, or at least use the platform and give them traffic numbers. I don't know. Maybe they can get stuff out of it. Uh, Feather Not Dot says, oh, I, read, I read that one, read that one. Black Guy Bigots had channeled all my rage and focused it on self-improvement. Quit weed, quit drinking, and started working out every day. Fucking happy to be 27 in this time. Can't wait to boog. 
I can't wait, brother. Good for you, man. That's what we need. We need fucking soldiers and warriors. We need people that are that are serious that take care of themselves. Lone Star Texan said, "Sun projectiles disposal for waste sounds like a spectacular idea. Sun projectiles disposal for waste." Um, fucking SPDWs, buddy. It's a fucking SPDW. It's a fucking sun projectile disposal for waste. We fucking put them in a dumpster. And we fire it into the sun. It's an SPDW. We fucking do it. All right. So you know. You know, it's Tagalog, right? Don't like it? Move to Toronto. You can probably, you know, get sodomized as much as you want there. It's really gay. <laughs> Scotian lady says the main cause of the ruinous revolution that swallowed up some 60 million of our people. I could not put it more accurately than to repeat, men have forgotten God. That's why all this has happened. That is a big, uh, there's a lot of that going around, isn't there? Let me, uh, let's finish this off. It's it's going a little bit late. Somebody says, I can't comment on Entropy. Entropy, you got to uh, log into the site and sign in through your Google account, and you, you got to be registered to talk and all this kind of stuff. But um, it's, oh, it's a little bit of tiny more effort. But, I mean, do you care? Do you, do you really want to support YouTube? Or do you want to support people that actually care what you think? They left the country, guys. People are asking me, like, well, what's going to happen? Is Entropy going to? Entropy is so hardcore. Okay, I can say this now because they're gone. They were in Calgary. And they're so hardcore about this. They packed up everything, everyone, and their bank accounts and all of it, and went out of the country. Trudeau proof. I mean, (laughs) are you that serious? So that's cool. Where is it? I got to play this. Thank you, Mr. Now, this is a guy who's just saying, you know, we're all something like this. I mean, you feel like you're living in a movie or something. What, the thing I'm about to show you is so insane. And it, it may not look like it on first glance because you, you're going to get lost in the noise, right? But <laughs> if this was 10 years ago, five years ago, two years ago, this entire minute and 25 second video would be so unbelievable. You would have thought it came from a, a Ridley Scott movie or something. Like, oh, this is some kind of, what is this, V for Vendetta 3? It, oh, that's what we're watching, right? This is, this is, a, this is, no, this is Australia now in your actual real life. And they want to tell us that we're the crazy people. We're, we're, oh, you're just a bunch of overreactive little bastards. What's the problem? (laughs) Whoa. There's a reason that militaries and, and armies isolate POWs. So if you're captured, and I have like training, right? Because I had the privilege of that also, to like what to do if you're captured and this kind, all, all this kind of shit. And they isolate them for a reason because if you're isolated, you're easier to influence because all of your external influencers, every stimuli you have is controlled by the enemy. They don't have your friend there to be like, dude, hang in there, man. It's fucking okay. We'll fucking you know we'll fucking figure this out. You know no. No, there's a reason that they try to isolate all of us 
to make that we only have a certain amount of stimuli. We're at war, okay? This isn't a joke. There's clearly a force at work that is trying to subjugate the fucking entirety of Western civilization, it does seem like, doesn't it? And there's no gatherings. You can't hang out with Don't use each other's bathrooms and don't fucking don't go anywhere with those other people and talk to each other or anything like that. That's weird. <laughs> right? The best way to appreciate what I'm going to show you right now, and it, you're going to be like, well, that wasn't that bad. No, I mean, you need to really appreciate this for what it is. This is how crazy things have gotten in a couple of years that sitting politicians are encouraging the public to just stop listening to the government. Don't just civil disobedience, guys. Just fuck it all off. Basically, I'm, I'm asking you to riot, you know? That would be on... If this was 2018 and you saw this, you'd be like, Did, what? Thank you, Mr. Speaker. The totalitarian regimes responsible for the most heinous atrocities in the 20th century, think Stalin, Mao, Hitler, Pol Pot, they didn't get there overnight. They used fear to control. They excluded the dirty people softly at first. They justified the exclusion. They moved to harder exclusions and eventually eliminated people, either socially or physically. In 21st century Australia, state premiers are racing down that familiar path, trying to out-tyrant each other, drunk on power, setting up their own biosecurity. This is their parliament right now, not a movie. Security police states, complete yeah, with medical left. apartheid. Sadly, we've enabled it, refusing to rein them in, and worse, supplying the Australian Immunisation Register data that underpins this medical apartheid. Fear is the justification uh, of choice for coercion and control, with non-vaccinated Australians increasingly demonised, ostracised and socially eradicated. In Queensland, the Premier tweeted that uh, the people not vaccinated raised red flags, not just one, but 22 of them. The media, politicians and health bureaucrats all claim COVID-19 is now a pandemic of the unvaccinated, but there is no justification for such demonisation. In a German study, 55% of symptomatic patients over 60 were fully vaccinated. Gibraltar, where all 34,000 residents are fully vaccinated, is recording 60 new cases a day. The totalitarian path, the path that we are unquestionably on, has never ended well. The solution is a rediscovery of human dignity along with, and I don't say the this lightly, civil disobedience. Time. Human dignity and civil disobedience. That's a politician in Australia on the other side of the world. What are the, all of our countries all at the same time just decided out of the blue to do the same things. TV says he's like our Randy, right? There's a certain percentage of guys that are going to go, I can't sit here and not say anything. This is fu- pardon my language, but this is fucked. Are we seriously doing this? Stop everything that we're doing. Let's go back to 2015. Let's go back to 2010. I mean, we're all old enough to remember those days, right? Are you seriously... Can you stop and take 30 seconds to appreciate just how fucking absolutely insane things have become and the way people are talking? Like, I mean, our own selves from five years ago would murder all of us today for even allowing such a drastic departure from anything resembling sanity. This is so far gone, it's absolutely mind-blowing that I, I can't even... It's the new variant that came in. Cause all the vaccinated people came, came in. You've got you've got three of these 
these, and those people aren't allowed to go anywhere. And, and they came from people that you that took all of the things. It doesn't make any sense. We need to shut down the economy. We're going to fire everybody from their jobs. What in the God's name is happening? <laughs> this is fucked. I feel like I would be doing a disservice. If I use that splash screen and I didn't don the coat. It's just one of these things that needs to be uncovered. <laughs> I fucking love this, you guys. The fact that you guys exist and tune in to see this every... I mean, it literally... Uh, this is this is like a dream come true for me, honestly. This is all I ever wanted to do. And, uh, you know, you, you make it a thing. So, um, don't feel bad. I love, I love doing this, man. I love doing this for you guys. I love um, making you laugh and uh, having a good time. That's... Um, I'm the guy... If there's a fire that burns that, that keeps people alive to keep to, to be motivated to keep fighting to keep saying fuck you make me to keep saying over my dead body molon labe there's no goddamn no if there is a fire that exists somewhere in the world that it, i i'm the guy throwing logs on it as fast as i can that's what I, that's what i can do so i guess i'm like medical i guess <laughs> in the end <laughs> Uh, ah, damn, I wanted to be like a commando. Uh, nah, sorry, you're only five foot nine. I mean, you gotta be at least six foot four, two fifty. You, you gotta be Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm sorry, you're, you're more like the guy from MASH. Or, or the Robin Williams guy, you know? Well, did Robin get laid a lot at least? I, you know what? It's not clear. Maybe, probably, it's possible. Yes, he's a funny guy. I don't know, maybe, but uh, just, you know. <laughs> I wish I'd made better life choices. Well, you're too, it's too late for that. The contract signs. Just get the fuck back to work, all right? I don't know what I'm talking about, guys. Sorry. My uh, my brain, it uh, don't work. Um, Bass in the Grass. Did I read this one? Australia is a lost cause and has been since they willingly gave away their firearms. Never be Australia. Peace out, bigots. Bug. I don't think Australia is a lost cause. It's just the odds are stacked higher. There's no such thing as a lost cause. If people are willing to fight for their for their lives and their souls and their future, there's never a lost cause. There's always a chance. The odds can be ridiculously stacked against you, majorly, greatly, seriously, highly, moderately, not so much, not really, you know, <laughs> all of those in between. But that doesn't change anything. There's n nothing is ever 100%. Jim Sample says, respect the fight. Exactly. There's no 100%. There is always a chance, and that's why they didn't want you to fight at all. That's why the demoralization campaign, that's why they spend so much money. That's why they have so many people trying to make you think and believe a certain thing. I mean, that is a tell, man. That is the biggest effort. If they were so strong and confident in their position, would they even bother? Why would they even try to convince you of anything? If it was just, we own your ass, we own everything, we don't even need to bother. Well, I'm not going to try to convince you. I'm not going to try and tell you lies. I'm not going to try and sway you, bribe you, nothing. I am so confident that I own your ass that there's nothing you can ever do that I'm not even going to try. No, that's not what's happening. They're doing the opposite. 
everything possible to convince you to just shut up and do what you're told is being used. If there hasn't been a way, if there is one that still exists, they're working on it, and the one that doesn't exist is being worked on right now to continue the programming. That's not the, that's not the play of a strong, you know, a godlike force that can't be defeated. They're dead. I mean, it looks like they're firing on all cylinders. And a lot of our guys are like, fucking, what's going on? Like, that's our, that's the, that's the juxtaposition. They're throwing goddamn almost everything they have to like, Wah! and on our side, guys are like still in their underwear, just sitting up in bed, not out of bed, but just sitting up, like rubbing one eye going, what's fucking going on outside? What's that noise? So, if they get going, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Pumpkin says, we will be Robespierre's. Let the carts roll. Did I say that right? Robespierre's? Robespierre? Is it French? I don't know. Let the carts roll. Heather Beige says, I've been ready to give up. Thanks to some amazing people here, my kids, and you for reminding me why I said, fuck you, make me, even after one reluctant shot too many. Death to Solid. Glad to have you, Heather, and I hope you're doing well. CRJ says that blue jacket needs some gold admiral rope sash and shoulder boards. No, this is for the mystery we need to solve in a minute before we go home. Mark through a six says, I'm glad you kept the trench coat. Oh, dude, this is one of my most prized possessions. He says, thanks, man. It means a lot. Cheers. Hope to see you soon. Oh, we will, brother. Halle Billy Deluxe says, the best sound to Aussies is airdrop incoming. <laughs> Poop up ladder. Thank you very much for that very um, thoughtful and artistic uh, drawing, whatever that is. And now we have a mystery to solve. What kind of mystery should we solve? What do you guys think? I I can think of something, but off the top of my head. But if there's if there's a good suggestion, because I didn't do a movie today, but uh, Jack Dorsey, that's not bad. Trish Farron says, Raging has become Inspector Gadget. Now I'm Robert Stack. I'm a guy pretending to be Robert Stack. <laughs> <laughs> come on somebody's gotta have phil colbert sirks what could we do directionally what are you guys talking about i need a mystery god who's is any what about youtube is anybody talking nope no one's paying any attention to what i say anymore they're just doing whatever they want they're just here doing whatever they want i'm literally that guy in a bar telling jokes no one's listening to it all they're all talking themselves i'm like is anybody even i could just play a tape of me saying the same things for five minutes over and over and over again no one would fucking know the goddamn difference they're all drunk they're all talking to each other they're all trying to sleep with each other's wives and other no one's paying any attention to what i'm saying at all nothing <laughs> black guy bigot says mystery justin trudeau wife uh with alba that is a mystery I mean, it's not really. I think mean, we kind of all all know how that works. Um, will Omicron be the final variant? Maybe. The mystery of Bill Blair. Interesting. <laughs> the case of the new non-existent variant. Carrie Schill says you can have my wife, guys. Oh, Jesus. Um, is Trudeau and Evan Balgord both on their knees right now? P.A. says, mystery of where Pierre Polyev's other nut went. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to invent something off the top of my That's the only way I can do it. I just realized. I don't know why I asked you. I wasted everybody's time. So we're just going to, we're just going to, let me slowly change my entire personality. Slowly down into different guy, Robert Starrett. We're ready to go here. 
This is so stupid. All right. You ready? In the late 2020s, something happened to the people of Western civilization. From time zones from Vancouver, Canada, all the way to Sydney, Australia, people of all ages and all ethnic and cultural groups one day decided that their immune systems didn't exist. Many rumors and theories had ranged through the decades. Was it stolen? Was it, in, was it implanted by aliens? Perhaps did a radiation leak at some unnamed power plant render these people absolutely physically retarded? These questions and more we will explore for the following couple of hours on what is still an unsolved mystery. I'm a guy pretending to be Robert Stack. If you or your family or anyone you know that you could coerce to give compromising information on to the FBI that we could later use to persecute them into doing what we want, please call 1-888-UNSOLVED-BIGOT-MYSTERIES. Will these people ever be brought to justice? Or perhaps you have the answer to this unsolved mystery. I'm a guy pretending to be Robert Stack. <laughs> you have to. You know, you have to. Camus Key says, mystery, Doug Ford's butter cow. We didn't get to that, but there's a lot of mysteries there. Uh, to go around all right guys that's enough that's that's it that's all we gotta go i gotta go away um or else it never ends uh let me just make sure i didn't miss anything <laughs> scientists mystified yes they were definitely mystified ah uh, you know i mean there's a lot of other shit i didn't get to but it's like what difference is it? like i mean it's like hey is it still shitty outside you're like yes Yes. Uh, hey, are all the things I was afraid of happening still happening? Uh, yes, sorry. Unfortunately, yes. That is exactly what's happening. So I don't really want to bother. I, rather, I want to throw more coal on the fire. I want to throw more wood on the fire. You understand what I'm saying to you right now? I want to, I want to just keep everybody going. That's more fun. You know, and you got to believe you can win. That's. And whatever winning to you is, whatever that feels like, whatever that is for you. Hold on to that and 
Stop thinking of it as a, as a something that's just an abstract pie in the sky nonsense that could never happen, and start thinking about it as like, what if I had the audacity to do X, Y, Z? Could that make, get me closer to that? And then, and then the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing. And it's it's really that's what it comes down to. You either have the guts to pursue and do the things you want to do and be the person you want to be, or you don't. And you're going to be. Life is very generous this way. You're going to get a lot of opportunities to do it. You don't just get one, you miss it, it's over. It's like, well, okay, try again. Maybe in a six more months or maybe next year or maybe whatever. You're going to get a lot of them. And <sighs> none of us wanted this. None of us wanted to do any of this. But there's a whole segment of our of our people yet that are um, civilians, let's say, in a way. They've got their people, right? You've got the the commies, and the they know exactly what they're doing. They know what the score is. They know what's going on. All right, they're they're not ignorant. And then you've got the most people in the middle, and then you've got us on the other side, and they're just fucked them all up. And it's like. We're not we're not trying to hurt neutrals, you know what I mean? What are you doing? Those people are victims, man. And if some and when some, a lot of them start to figure out what's going on when they need their you know, fifteenth booster or their son. More, 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 more. Every every single step, every time they increase it, they again they squeeze the sandal harder, and a few more people drop out. If you were here first, that's great. I'm good. I'm happy for you. We're happy to have you. But if you're one of these people that just got squeezed out, and you've are like like the biker guy I showed you a few weeks ago, right? He's like the he's like one of the guys that didn't escape uh the camp. And you're going to and you're going to treat him like shit? Like he's he's trying to like escape and you're like fuck you, you should have came with me. You know? <laughs> you know? He's on our team. He's trying to join our team. Help him join our team. Or just leave them to be, you know, eventually destroyed uh, by this fucking machine that hates them. That's uh, <laughs> that's up to you. Um, I prefer the former. And I think a lot of these people didn't want to do this. They didn't want to participate in this. They certainly don't want their kids to do it either. And they resent a lot of it already. And a lot of them I talked to were like, listen... You can do what you want to me. That all right? I mean, whatever. I just wanted to be bloody hell left alone. But you want my you want my seven year old now? This is a different fucking ball game all of a sudden. And that's where you come in and tap them on the shoulder. And go, yes, it is. We got you. We got your back. Because they're going to be that much more likely to fight against this if they feel like they have support, if they feel like they have somewhere to go, if there's a if there's people that will catch them when they fall out of this fucking nightmare. 
I would be grateful for it, is all I'm saying. What? It was the wrong song entirely. No, it's not. <laughs> Damn you. Here we go. Stupid, stupid thing. I love this song. We're the, we're the home team, guys. We're the home team. We're the good guys. We're Batman, all right? Stop waiting for Batman to be coming. He's not coming. He's already here. This, all of this. This is Batman, you understand? We're fucking, dude, we're huge. It hasn't even been a year, and we're fucking huge right now. recruiting advantage by their own admission. Drink those milkshakes. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Yes, Daniel, yes. Some Paladin, Camus Key, Black Guy, Bigot, thank you so much, buddy. Poop Pump Platter, Hellbilly Deluxe, Merc 306, CRJ, Heather Page, Pumpkin Launcher, Bass in the Grass, Scotian Lady, Lone Star Texan, Jake Powell, Feather Not Dot, Fighting Age, They Them, Johnson, Triple Six, Pure Palm, Cadillac Slim, Cam is Key, CRJ as always, Deanna 01, Al Stern, Mika Shrednick, Kieran Kasner, Watcha, McCollum, Dirtbag Welder, Fawag, Dr. D, Birda Boy, Fighting Age, They Them, Lone Star Fixin, Tikirin in 98, Richard, Bill Jobs, Daft Beta, Pickley from Ontario, Scott Baker, Kaiba M. Rich, Rio Nindis, Jerusalem's Cross, Alistair and Jake Powell, Zodiac, my man. Sheila, the Uncle Jesus Gretzky. Liquid Zoo, thank you so much. Long live Dagalon, death to Stalin. Fuck that motherfucker. Fuck that guy. Fuck him. <laughs> Stern. Sticks. Sticks, my man. Madame Mayhem, a Birda Boy. Bob Pusaka. Pilot Mike, Hell Billy Deluxe, and Hell Billy Deluxe's The Misses. Cadillac Slim, Hold Ross Cubs. Hey, oh, what are you doing here? Victor Morale doesn't wear a mask, says, fuck you. Make me redneck Asian Cadillac Slim. Damn the raging Canadian Sergeant Bear. And all the rest. 
If they can't get you in here or in here, they can never get you. You'll, you'll go all the way. If you believe you can win, why would you quit? If you believe you can win, why would you quit? If you believe you can win, why would you ever quit, man? Love you guys. Cheers, my, uh, as always, my heart goes out to you. I love all you guys. Uh, Gab, Telegram, uh, RagingDistant.com, Instagram, at RagingDistant, all the rest. Instagramstream.live, 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I'll see you on Wednesday uh, for, you know, dumpster tossing and all of that kind of stuff. RagingDistant.com. Join the Telegram channel, t.me slash RagingDistant. There's a message pinned there. You can have a regional group. Probably somebody near you knows what's going on and wants to be your friend. And wants to fucking uh, ride the chariot of death together. We are everywhere, dude. There are so many people that there is... You have no fucking idea. It's tens of thousands. I'm not kidding. It's tens of thousands, man. It's crazy. It's not even a year yet. Diagonal, January 15th. It's fucking Diagonal. Let's go, Phil. Let's go. Let's go right now. We're going right now. I don't know, man. I mean, you've you've had a lot of idea. You're all about the super weapons, and you never you are a lot like Nazi Germany, who you fought for. That's not surprising. You're really obsessed with the super weapon idea, and it never pans out. You've got so many projects in the air. You've got your flying saucers, your stealth bombers you stole. The flamethrower thing never went anywhere. You were all about that one night, and now nobody's talking about that since. What now? What do you What do you want to do now, Phil? For fuck's sakes, man. Well, it's hard. Be, they can't hear you. I'm talking. I can hear you, but they can't. So it's a one way conversation. Nobody wants to listen to it. It sounds very strange. Just going to imagine what you say to me. Why Why do you go there all the time? Why do you have to do this? You just, you have a one, dude, I'm trying to talk to you. I'm trying to improve in our relationship. You're like, oh man, she was fucking hot. I totally would have hit that. Phil, no, that's my ex-girlfriend. We don't talk. Shut up, dude. We've got things going on. People are going to camps, man. I don't, I don't want to look at your phone, Phil. I don't, all right, all right. Yes, she is hottest. Yeah, no, she is. Yeah, no, yes, she's very hot, Phil. Yes. All of them, all three of them. I know. I know. I'm trying to, you're, t no, I don't want another, dude, you got to stop. You never stop. You're just lying, bang, look at my phone, lying, bang, let's 
fucking steal a stealth bomber. You know, line, uh, I got a guy tied up in the basement, and I'm going to skin him later. I think he knows some things about Putin. And it, I, it's, I'm just saying, man, it's really hard to keep up with you. I'm having a hard time. Um, you just do what you're going to do. I'm going to keep drinking, and I'm going to look for an exit strategy. All right, Phil? It's not that I don't love you. It's just that I love not dying more, so... Yeah, well, you, you're going to call me tomorrow. Don't act like you won't. Pfft, you're too sentimental. You're a bitch. <laughs>